Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. Featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome to the BTOsports.com Pulp MX Show Year in Review Part 3. And uh, if anybody knows uh, the Rocky Saga, Part 3 was the best one. So, hopefully you guys get Rocky, that. Rocky, the one that eats the loaves of bread and the pizza and the bagels? Not that Rocky. Okay. No. Uh, that is uh, Swisscore. He is on the line. Jason Thomas, you're on the line? Uh, yes. And uh, Corey Moser. Pretty guy on the phone. I don't know about that. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to the previous two parts. This is part three. This covers show 137 to 147. And uh, we had a great uh, time, Paul Mech show. This year is a fantastic year. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brap Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Optrix and the Moto Company on board with us uh, for 2013. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, serving you guys some uh, some laughter in 2014. But for now, let's let's recap. Uh, right off the bat, Swizz, uh, show 137, Cali Stavis in studio. Um, well, a welcome addition to the Pulp Mech Show this year. Big fan of Kelly. She, for, for somebody that is so new to moto, you could tell that her heart was really in getting to know the riders and how the, the whole industry works from the, the mm-hmm. beginning, and she, she picked up on it fast. Um, funny, though, she, I asked her to come do it. She lived in Vegas here. She, I asked her to come do it, and she was like, eh, yeah, sure. And then uh, Jason Wygant f- told me that later on she's like, what's this all about? Like, I don't know if I want to do it. And then Jason Weege said, yeah, you'll have fun. It's good. But strangely enough, every time she was on, she would only commit for an hour. That's it. Yeah. I think in case things got weirder or creepy, you know. And she came on two or three times. She's a great addition to the show. I know. Yeah, I think um, it works on that amount, that amount of time, too. As a, oh, She's not home a lot, too. So I'm sure she probably wants to be home with her fiancé or whatever the situation is. There. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. Um, also, um, uh, she's, she's great at her job. And I've yet to see her do the shocker pose like uh, the Supercross uh, <laughs> a journalist. Uh, Would you say reporter. that Diana Dahlgren is one of your favorite people on earth? I got nothing against Diana Dahlgren. I just, I, Not Kelly's, what I read on Twitter. Yeah, right, exactly. Kelly Stavis is a sideline reporter, a true professional sideline reporter. Anyways, um, yep. I, I guess part three, I mean, we got the Acrobus. We got a lot of stuff. We got Goose. We got uh, the Mason Biden X Game show was epic, but I think you deserve a, an award for that show. Your jab jab fest on Mason from start to finish is unrivaled. That was a pretty dick move. Well, I don't understand. Please, elaborate. it was incredible. Please elaborate from, from start to finish. Any time that Mason or a guest, any time that Mason would talk or a guest would mention something about Mason, you would bring it back to how. He worked his whole year towards this one event, this one moment, and it all went down the tubes in five seconds due to 
what Biden had done to him. You, you say you would not let him forget. You say jab jab. I say it's a, a heartbreak story. That you I say for the good of the show. Anything goes. You, you basically stabbed him, twisted the knife, and then repeated the process throughout the entire show. I'm trying to build drama on the show and make our listeners feel sorry for poor Mike Mason. Um, but, but anyways, beyond all that, look, it's the Lasergate show. The show That's that, all you really need to say. The show that cost us 700 extra dollars for upgrades to our server. Uh, the show that cost us the crashing of the server. The show that JT sat in silence for about 25 minutes until he just went, wow. That, that, that was it. That's all, JT, that's all you had at one point. I felt it was, it was all that needed to be said. <laughs> you had the, show to... that, the show that had Mitch Payton call in. Yeah, yeah, Mitch Payton listening to the show. I mean, it, it, I was getting texts, and, and honestly, like, I, we had, I really, truly thought, Mike Genova was calling in to apologize. Tony Lessie was coming in to apologize, calling in. They asked to be on the show. Poor Kyle Cunningham. No one remembers Kyle Cunningham on that show. Um, no. They didn't – not only did Genova and Alessi not apologize, they doubled down. They went even harder. Um, How about the fact that this is Monday, two days after the the event occurred, and Kenny says – did he do it or not? And Genova says, we still don't know. He still hasn't told us. It's like, really? <laughs> and, and at both times, Kenny and DV, you know, all you need to know about Lasergate show, Kenny Watson was the voice of reason. <laughs> at times, Kenny Watson was pleading, emotionally charged, trying to talk Tony down. That's all you need to know about this show. Um, he, bought, he bought Justin Iguana. They go way back. <laughs> Phenomenal show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm glad Swiss pulled the uh, all the clips for this one because I don't even know how he would how you would even tackle that. Yeah, it was it was hard. Um, let me just tell you that this show has 98 clips pulled alone. But believe it or not, that that show is not the one with the most clips pulled. I'll uh, address that when we get to that one later. Um, what do you think of Lasergate show now, JT? Looking back on it, uh, best show we've ever done. But not really, we didn't really have anything to do with it. It was just the spontaneous calls from OSC and Genova. Yeah. yeah. But best best uh, content show we've ever had. Yeah. Really, is it any surprise that the best show includes a raw call from Tony Alessi? The one time we got him on, he was bowling, was pretty good too, but nothing like this. Yeah, this is this is raw Tony, like... Like, he could not control, he could not filter himself at all. He was... And, and honestly, and, and truly, um, talking about emotion, I was very upset, too. I, I I let myself probably get a little out of line when I was yelling, beat his ass into the mic over and over. <laughs> like, that was probably a little too far. <laughs> but I was very, also, like, a little bit out of hand, you know? Wow. Yeah. Laser gate. Um, this is also Acrobus, which JT again, <laughs> very much fun with, which has uh, turned into a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Yes. Yes. Acrobus will be on in, in 2014. Um, I, I, I remember the Acrobus silence. JT goes, what did you say? 
<laughs> right? Is that how it goes, Swiss? Is that how it was? It, it was pretty much in... in uh, Tits was like, how do you say it? And, and Watson's like, nope, that's right, that's right, it's Agribus, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then the next day, uh, and actually, JT, you got Tits some of Cherubi's t-shirts sent to him. I did. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, uh, Acrobus. <laughs> the pause and then the, what did you say? In all fairness, it is a pretty strange word if you've never heard yeah, it, yeah. seen it, whatever. Um, JT had a direct hand in show 142 with the Wilhan Kara poop. Um, he was with me. We stayed in my room that, that weekend and we couldn't find Starbucks. Uh, all we could find. It was, no, it was closed. It was closed. That's it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, what else, Moser, for you stood out? Uh, looking here. I, uh, Osborne was on or was he, was he on or was he in on show Yeah, he was in radio. In studio, yeah, he told a story about puking on uh, Cincerello's boot. Oh, yeah, and that was kind of funny. Yeah, Cincerello saying it, it, it happens. It happens. <laughs> yeah, and he said he also had he, his uh, race ritual is three poops before practice because his stomach's so jacked up. And I want to know, JT, is that common for most racers to have your stomach just a bundle of nerves at that level still? Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Oh well, I never would have thought that. Yeah, used to you're, before. yeah, it's a, basically a back-and-forth race. You could literally just leave their bathroom, and sitting on the line, you have to pee again. Like, it's just nonstop. Wow. Yeah. There's uh, also a show number 144. Uh, is, this still has legs to this day in our group text, Tits Attacks Dunes on Twitter. It's about out in the yeah. Mind Your Business. It's awesome. Um, Nobody asked you. Th- although, to be fair to Tits, he issued a heartfelt apology. Right. He he did realize yeah. he was wrong for that. It was very strange. <laughs> and his admission in the show is, this was not one of my shining moments. <laughs> <laughs> and what about, and what is the 144 uh, Tits fifth dragon Husqvarna debacle? I, I don't remember. This is, a, this is a Tits versus Tits, and I believe the question was, what was, this, I think either Blazer or maybe JT came up with this question on the spot, but it was, what team was known as the fifth dragon, and Tits' guest was Husqvarna. <laughs> <laughs> was JT on the line? Because I imagine that he also laughed oh, yeah. very, oh, yeah. very, very yeah, hard. Um, I think his, his outburst was second only for himself to when uh, the biker Sherlock, Tits versus Tits, occurred. The, um, what else Moser stood out for you? Uh, let's see what this goes all the way to 147. Yeah. Yep. So the Watson and Tits arguing over the optics case, oh, you know, when that, he calls him out for all the free stuff, and that, yeah, that, that was pretty that, good. That was a personal highlight for me. Yes, um, Tits saying, "I'll see what I can do," and then Kenny's face and his look at <laughs> his look at me, like he couldn't. Someone just, you know, basically he looked like an alien landed on on his front lawn. He, he that just Tits had to check his budget. <laughs> I mean, you you guys, that was during a commercial, right? You guys didn't hear any of that. Um, uh, actually, that was um, that was the in show one thirty eight that happened. Uh, the initial oh, when okay. Tom was in studio right. and he was pissed. This one in one forty five uh, is uh, after Tits had driven to Watson to deliver it to him, <laughs> and then on the show, Watson's like, "Yeah, I haven't used it. I went and bought a different one." <laughs> yes, show one thirty eight. Uh, where it first came down, where Tits said, I'll check my budget. And Han was like, what's going on? I'm scared. 
I'm scared. <laughs> and Kenny is yelling at tits during a commercial and, and calling Pookie up and, and yeah, talking about gloves and sunglasses and all the things. He I he was very angry. He was very angry. Um, and then, yeah, okay, so 145 was where they sort of got into it again. Um, yep. Swiss Corps, uh, finally, you will leave, uh, get off my back. We had uh, Jeff Matasevich on the show and Jeff Matasevich podcast this year. He came through, huh? He did, yeah. He did. Even though he can't remember what motorcycles he raced, he came through. His stories were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, 146, JT angry at Euromedia. JT almost fought Jill Cox. <laughs> I definitely didn't almost fight Joe Cox. That's, that's, that's in the notes, bro. <laughs> Maybe Jeff Meyer. I wouldn't mind fighting Jeff Meyer, but we're going to fight Joe Cox, I don't think. Um, what is Mathis Team Canada nightmare? Oh, I just talk about Team Canada at the middle across the nations. Yeah. Yeah, when everybody in the every every team paddock, they were coming up to you and asking you if you're okay because yeah. the Team Canada meltdown. Yeah. Uh, and including- oh, man, that was a great moment <laughs> in my life. Yeah. Very, again, very happy. Uh, well, the funniest part was you weren't even watching. No. Well, <laughs> I was uh, out on the track at least like no, no. taking in the moment, and uh, you were busy. I don't even know what you are doing, eating at the Honda Martin truck or something. No, I missed the first. I was talking to Tommy Searle, and they had the – they had the B final went off, and I looked over at the screen, and Canada was like first and third. And I'm like, I, I got to go. But I couldn't make it to the track, so I made it to the press tent. So then I watched the, the meltdown on the, on the press tent TV. Um, I, I was standing on the track pointing and laughing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, uh, what? I thought the X Games show was great because um, – wait, are we past that? No, we're still on that. Because uh, – the Biden and Mason were buddies, and then Cliffy called in. Mason's mechanic called in, and uh, he was really emotional about it. And we had, um, I think we had another couple of surprise callers that show. That I like that show. It really made it for me. And again, and you guys say jab jab. I say it's drama. It's emotional. It's emotion right on the show. I liked it. Oh, it's jab jab, but I love the jab jab. And nobody said we didn't like it, but it doesn't mean you weren't a dick. I, I disagree. Um, one show one forty five. Kenny Watson wants on wants on the round table. He yeah he's they, they talked about it just briefly, but but he did say he wants to be in on the round table three This was prior to the recording, of course. Yeah, so he never actually ends up on the round table three Yeah. Um, Can you imagine? No. <laughs> no, but the round table three was the best one we ever had. That's not saying much. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Your song. Bro, oh, uh, show one forty-seven. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I thought that was oh, sorry. I haven't marked it. That's the beginning of part four. Okay, yes, my song. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal song. Swisscore, your buddy wrote the music and uh, played it. Yeah, I literally said, uh, "I need you to do uh, two songs. Um, they need to be about a minute and a half." And I was like, "Your only criteria is Halen and Hagar. Two different ones." options and i believe you chose the one that he and i both felt were more um roth i mean roth and hagar yeah yeah well i i mean the song was phenomenal for sure so uh i believe uh in the in the in the last uh part of the year in review pingree has a quote of saying you could literally shit in your boot and it would be better than that (laughs) <laughs> um, 
Top Jimmy's song was good. He and you guys don't understand. Before the show went, uh, he practiced that for about an hour by himself in the room. In a room, just he's really nervous about it. He was really nervous about doing that song. So he put a lot of effort into it. He wrote the lyrics and everything. Um, Sinjin makes the year in review a few times, including this one where he talks about farting as a valet. Do we, do we like Sinjin? I feel like Sinjin's hot and cold. Uh, I like him more than Rain and Yellow Guy, I think. Well, that doesn't say much. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Sinjin. Uh, you never know what he's going to get. You never know what he's going to get. Besides fooling tits, calling back and fooling tits every single time. You're not, you're not really sure. I do like knowing yeah, what he's up to, awesome. so I know what type of industries to avoid while I'm in California. You know, which restaurants or right. car valets, et cetera. Type of, type of things. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um... All right, anything else for uh, part three? JT, anything? Uh, no. No? Pretty okay. good. All right, Moser, Swiss? I'm good. I'm Jimmy. good. Oh, I was impressed with uh, Top Jimmy's song. Yours, not so much. Well, if uh, uh, shithead Swisscore hadn't buried my vocals in there. Can we, can, we, uh, can we explain what actually happened there? Uh, you even remember? Yeah. You do? Yeah, I recorded my vocals right. as a separate track, and then I don't somehow it mixed it up on GarageBand. I don't even know how I did that. Somehow I sent you the music. Yes. You recorded your soloed vocal track, and somehow you didn't save the GarageBand project file or your soloed vocal track, and you just sent me the whole thing mixed down and said, can you bump these vocals up? Yeah. Yes. Not, not happening. Yes, I did do that. Uh, so this is obviously Swiss course fault. Obviously, clearly. Thank you, Moser. I'll Thank t- you. I'll take the blame. Um, any other one-liners from JT in here you guys can remember? Oh, there's the, the, the year in review has had its metronomes over the year. Year one was has been calling in, um, and then there were tits getting frazzled. And this year it's JT's one-liners and rapid fires left and right from top to bottom. <laughs> All right, um, let's uh, let's listen and learn and laugh uh, for Pulp Mech Show Year in Review Part Three, and uh, sit back and enjoy, and, and make sure you check out parts one, part two, and of course uh, part four coming up tomorrow. Stay tuned. Show one thirty-seven. Got a girl in the studio for the first time ever, or very ever? rarely. No, not the first time. Oh, I thought well, we I had was the stripper. First. We had the stripper, <laughs> <laughs> and then we had a porn star. We had we had a porn star. Jenna Hayes, and then we had a stripper come in. Somebody brought in, but maybe the first classy girl. I saw you after the last moto interviewing John Dowd, 47 yes. years old. Yeah. He hung it up, finally. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool story, huh? It's so cool. Yeah. I, I, I mean, 47 and scoring points. And his, and, when, and I had to go back and look at the sheet, and it's like, right. this guy was on the podium at age 44. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. and, and just what you're saying, like a lot of the guys that I even got used to interviewing on the podium last year. Yeah. I haven't seen all season because the competition is just that deep, and yet here's a guy that is <laughs> yeah. still putting up points. Yeah, he's 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 it's he's crazy. It's nuts. And he's such a nice, nice man. Uh, started pro racing first national in Southwark was eighty seven, nineteen eighty seven, right. and uh, yeah, it's just just nuts. Um, I love what Emig said. He said. You know, Dowd started two years before me. I've been retired for 14 years, <laughs> yeah, and he's still point. going. Right, that's know? a good point. Yeah, Dowdy, it's too bad to see him go. Um, and we'll talk to him here in a little bit about it. I'm but, a big Yamaha guy, but I'm also a guy that don't take any crap about finding excuses where there's not. Last show we were on, 
we had guys that were struggling this year. And their excuse was the the field is so deep, you know, and that's why it's so many people. We see like out of nowhere, uh what's his name? Australian dude. Metcalf. Metcalf. Fourth or fifth overall. Right. On a Cowie though. Yeah. On a Cowie from uh, a, the a Canadian guy. Yeah. Uh, C4MX. You got to say. Frenchy. Yeah. Thumbs up to to this guy. Yeah. And he come up in top five, and the the field is so deep, and you know you well, can't make a, a top five he's in a top form, ten. He's a former winner there. He hasn't raced for a year. He's been hurt. Is he come back? Metcalf is still Metcalf. He doesn't, you know, transform himself in a Ricky Carmichael in six months. What I'm trying to say. Okay. When I started in off road, Ricky Johnson was was the uh, color okay. guy. Oh, I didn't so know he, he did color. nicknamed right. me Tits McGee. Oh, yeah, from Weather So from we, we share something <laughs> oh, Tits yeah, McGee and Tits Legendary in studio. But it was like, Tits I had McGee. no idea who Ricky Johnson was. And at the time, he like had braces and he was just this like fun. And then uh, yeah. they were like, no, he's he, sort of a big deal. Right, People right. know him. And I was right, like, right. oh, cool. And then like I finally started to get it. And then Do I have a f- there he is there. He's on that number one bike. There he is. Right there. That's Ricky Johnson. So right. um, so then same, you know, now I moved to this and it's like Jeff Emig and I mean, he's, a, he's, right a ha- he's a Hall of Famer. I had no idea who he was. Yeah. We have Hall of Fame in Motocross. Yeah. There's an AMA Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're not in it? Oh, touch That's, subject. Oh, another one. Right. You know, we're yeah, also yeah. in a, a unique situation to a degree where, you know, we open ourselves up where to... We didn't have forums 10, 15 years ago where everyone yeah. got to go on and tell the whole world they think that you suck. You know, right. it's like, oh, right. really? What do yeah. you do all day? Can I go on a forum and say yeah. that, you know, <laughs> your systems analyst your sweeping job sucked ass, all right? right. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of cute girl- girlfriends and wives. And yeah. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole Sometimes topic. I can't tell the show. difference between the moms and the girlfriends, and that's not a yeah, joke. Yeah, no, they were right. I can think of a I'm few. like, they're, they're both wearing Daisy Dukes. And <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if there's a, uh, the word quads in the email, mm-hmm. it's but, uh, at that point you, you but next it. Wait a minute. Okay, so TD says Sinjin is stupid, but he also says DV has won me over as a fan after not really liking him at all while he was a racer. This guy is amazing. I like him. <laughs> and, uh, I guess she's doing better now then. Yeah, and, jo- and John Dow, we cannot get a hold of him, so we brought you in early. So uh, Dowd retired from your show as well. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he retired everything. That was it. Yes. Perhaps, and I don't want to be mean or anything, but perhaps just without racing anymore, that's it for Dowdy. He just he left this, this earth. Maybe <laughs> he, he doesn't like you. Quits. Yeah, no, maybe. That's da- it. You know what? Dowd doesn't know what the internet is to not like me. You know what I mean? Uh, it doesn't take the internet. Oh, good one. <laughs> do they have a vet class? Yeah, they do. You better be careful, though. Those guys freaking haul. There's yeah. some old guys that pass me sometimes. They have a vet, like <laughs> a over 35, over 200 pounds. <laughs> over no. this, over that. Yeah. De- they're definitely not over 200 pounds. <laughs> and, you, and do they have an all Yamaha class? Because that's the only one DV wants to ride. I'm saying you got rules. We weren't timing. This isn't like, like, like you were gonna say. Yeah, this isn't no. We were timing. It's like, what's the point of even saying 15 seconds? What's that point of having rules if there's no penalty? All right. How about this? You go over on time, your pay gets docked. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Docked. Give you, give you. Wow, that's a double entendre. I'm not really <laughs> real willing to go down that road. I don't want to well, lose money or get docked. Well, then you really better make sure your answers are less than 15 F seconds. F My motivation is high. If Millsaps was healthy and racing the outdoors, where would he be finishing? Behind the top two somewhere. (laughs) 
You're really, really trying to mail this thing, JT. Well, well, I mean, what, I mean, he's well, not going to get the same position every moto. What was it? What was Stupid the question? Moser. What was the... All right, JT. Uh, who was the best sponsor you had in your career besides Frank? Uh, DNA. <laughs> Subway, eat fresh. Subway, yeah. eat fresh. Coca-Cola. Wait, who else screwed JT? Let's hey, go down the list. Hey, JT, <laughs> do you still have gift cards from Subway or what? Um, you know what? The biggest, <laughs> the biggest boneheaded move I ever made was I had all these Subway stamps and cards, and then they discontinued the program. I had all these ones saved. I'm like, oh, man. When not off season, I'm Same not making a ton of money. I'm gonna use these things. I'll eat Subway every day, and then they discontinued the program. So they basically screwed me in every way possible. That's a that's a real heartbreak. RC and RV. Jesus tits. In 2000, right on, on the, Kawasaki. The no, 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 that's wrong. The iPhone 2000 is the, this guy that won. David Villeman. The oh, okay. So the vault. No, yeah, we know the vault is wrong. Move along. Okay, okay. <laughs> Nothing. Sorry, to see DZ. Here. You're still my favorite. Let's no, I, I don't simple, care. All right? Because I, no, I saw that. I'm like, they were talking about. Who won the 125s that day? iPhone mm. winners. Mm. And then I saw I wasn't the winner. I'm like, ah, oh. I guess I got the bonus check, though. First time we've had you on the show since Jake Canada, a guy you found and signed, got fired. Yeah, or quit, depending on who you talk to. I don't know. I read the press release too, and um, I don't know what's going on. I thought it sounded like an excuse or something, or something bigger happened, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not into it that much to know exactly the details. Well, Genova says they basically got a, a tip that he was uh, doing some illegal drugs. They asked him to take a test. He said no. They said you're fired. Jake says he quit beforehand. Typical. No, that makes he sense. Said, that makes said, sense, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. But, no, it's just yeah. a guy that I just brought it up just he, because he was. You could name 20 guys that smoke pot during the week and go race, you know. But JT's career washed up just up in smoke, too. Another guy. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I used to hit the pipe pretty hard. <laughs> the reason you're, you were done after, you know, 17 years. Yeah, it was, it was finally caught it up. Wasn't, with me. It wasn't the speed. It wasn't the lack dude, of speed. Dude, it wasn't the endurance. Do you know, yeah, believe me or not, I never smoked pot in my life. I never ever tried it. Never ever. Me neither. You're in good company. Oh yeah, mm. good. Mathis, you, I'm sure you tried. Never. Liar. Nope. You're a pothead through <laughs> and through. <laughs> never, never, never smoked cigarette ever. Never took a drag on one. Never did anything. A lot of cheeseburgers. Mm. <laughs> what? And fries. Yeah, and fries. Uh, not not so much fries, just, just <laughs> cheeseburgers. Uh, Does the team teams are asked to be like on three different channels to oh, to, to have a broader uh, <laughs> audience? I don't know, but it, it is sure a pain in the ass to click them. it. I'll tell yeah, you it what. Is. Hey, the channel field is deep. It is. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I had to buy batteries in my remote. Sinjin, what's up? I just need to say this is the worst fucking show I've ever heard. It- All right, see you later. What was James Stewart's worst crash ever? JT Las Vegas. Let's figure out shootout. 125? Fuck. Oh, sorry. No, you can say fuck. What about when he landed on RC? That was pretty nasty. Dirty Mal. No. And no, no. no. Mar- RC's was and not. Ma- the Mar- Morris one. The Mar- Morris one after the mechanics. That was a bad one. Yeah. No. no. Didn't I think. What's the one where he had the, the, his endo because the engine quit? Southwick. Southwick. Okay. That, would, that was, was pretty bad, too. That was fast. You're hauling yeah, ass yeah, in that section. But he actually kind of crashed pretty well. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. fell pretty well. But, dude, Vegas. in Vegas <laughs> and Mom Morris, dude, I don't think 
I, I don't want to get those two. Those J- two. JT, you say Matt Morris? High point? I said, yeah, I said Matt Morris. Right. I think so. But Vegas, what about Vegas? Vegas was obviously <laughs> ridiculous. No. That, guy's, that guy's ragdolled himself a lot. Can you, hey, just, what about, hey, dude, what about uh, a couple of years ago or last year on Daytona? Same thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, well, which time? The sit bounce. The sit bounce. The, the little three out of the oh, turn yeah. when he wheelied and sit yeah. bounce at the same time. And then he Did tried to get on it. his bike and fell. <laughs> <laughs> but then a few years before that at Daytona, he like, ragdolled himself over that hay bale. Oh, yeah. It looked like he uh, hit his front brake on. Yeah. yeah. What, what about this year when he, he hit the hay bale straight Straight on after the mechanics of the Supercross. <laughs> we're just we're just all reminiscing. All right. We're just like, what about like, what about the ones at home that we don't see? Yeah, it's like I think that I think we're we're diagnosing his problem. <laughs> the Vegas was ugly though, because because it's, so it's such such a soft landing in Las Vegas. <laughs> it's concrete, like concrete. Right. He just belly flopped on the asphalt. Let's talk about this this story. Your boss is made made up or not made up about Roxon and that Holly. Oh, you all you want to talk no, about that? Let's not talk about that. Oh. Yeah, we, we we can't. Um, no, I I would rather not because I saw something and that's why I'm like, since it's a great radio, bro, we need to talk about you know those things, you know. Well, know. it's yeah. it's plainly stated in the Racer X thing. J, J, JT wrote that. Uh, JT yeah. wrote it? JT wrote did, that. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, I didn't know. I just saw the, the Instagram picture of the thing. Uh, JT's been been spraying that fire out with pump. Watch on Saturdays. I watch the motocross on TV. Okay. Watch some soccer. It's kind of like, like a very fulfilling lit. life. Just like <laughs> chill. I pretty much do what Mathis does, just Mathis types a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I resent that. Show 138. I love the fact where you fake the injury to just celebrate it more. Well, to just go on a bender for another yeah. month. Like I wasn't quite ready to actually get back to serious, get back to brass tacks, and get yeah. back to work. Mm-hmm. It was like really distracting because it happened in Vegas here. Yep. And uh, you know, I just I couldn't stop myself. I actually stayed here for a full month. Yeah. The way you were slamming your hand on the ground. Repetitively to get it to swell to get was it to nice. S- right, right. Yeah. Why do they have uh why, why do you bleep out the F word? You're getting all soft now. No, I had to. I had to bleep it out, bro. It's the F word. We can swear on the... Are you a, serious? We can swear on this thing, but that was a Racer X thing, and... Uh, oh, you're getting soft. Okay, okay. whatever. Right, so what, I'll move on. Whatever, bro. Um, yeah, suck it, okay? Uh, yeah. I got to ask you a question. Yeah. Heard from a little room, a little rumor mill going around. Yeah. And yeah. I asked the dude, someone, did your window get broken by any chance? Yeah. Okay. Why, did you do that? No, but I know who did. No, you don't. I do know who did it. No, you don't. I do know who did it. The talk around the shop today at Carter when I went there, uh, you pissed somebody off, and I'll talk to you off the air, and I'll tell you who did it. You could go after him. Oh, shoot. Steve Mathis was running uh, it about someone in Vegas, and they got pissed. So they know where you live now, and if I were you, I would park your truck in the garage. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> they said they broke the whole thing out. I don't believe that. Was it just shattered, or was it just it was like a bust, crack? Yeah. yeah, yeah, shattered, yeah, shattered. Right. Good yeah. job. They did a good job. If they're going to do it, go all the way. Who was it? I can't tell you right now. Geico is testing secret parts that they're putting in Will's yeah. bike. And well, and I read a couple of things that it's a whole shot motor. Only. Period. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like a ten minute motor. Oh, you got it. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, so yeah. it's a new thing that we're testing, and, right. and it was a work in progress. Hey, speaking of speaking of uh, Adam, dude, I was walking by Mitch's truck like when we were leaving, and his dad had him behind the truck and was going off on the kid, like oh. screaming and yelling. Hmm. Well, we I, touched on this earlier, Steve. And I, and did I you guys that, talk about that earlier? No, not the dad. No, no, no. Not no, the dad. No. But, like, um, as far as he's expected – his expectations and then the, the public's expectations of the kid. Unfortunately, we talked about it earlier, he has a lot of amateur titles. He's very successful. He was bred up to be a professional superstar, without yeah, a doubt. Yeah, He was on a path. He's going there. And then now he God, hasn't God, I never knew we had won. so much in common. He hasn't won, you know. And, and now all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, he sucks. The kid's what, sixteen, maybe seventeen? No, I think he's seventeen. He's yeah, seventeen. Yeah, yeah, he's been on yeah. a big bike eleven months, ten yeah, not, months. Yeah, probably not even. Right. Not even. Right. Um, if you would have told hardly any of us, like if you told me that my first ten months on a big bike, I wouldn't have even qualified. So, I mean, it, there's a lot of expectations for the kid, and I know he's going to do it one day. There's no doubt about well, it. Well, it's like we said. Uh, um, he's got the trainer. He's got the bike. He's got a long-term contract. He rides with Ryan Villapoto. Uh, he just he has. Basically, he only has to not screw it up. And, and I think he's in the position to do so because we talked about it. He's a well-educated kid. Yeah. He's smart for his age. Yeah. He's making good decisions. He's surrounding himself with good people. Um, I don't know what else you can ask for out of the kid. Yeah. Is the wheel on or is he just yeah. in the studio? Yeah, I'm right here. No, he's in the studio. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I only did this because of Will, so you got to give him most of the credit. I know. I know. That's what Steve asked me right away, and the first one popped into mind. I'm like, yeah, we got to get James on, man. Dude, I'm feeling yeah. a bromance here, man. I'm, no, me I too. Bromance? I think there were some tweets like, hey, looking good today, buddy. You too. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it all stemmed back from, like, November, and it's something that hit me, and I'm like, man, this dude's cool. <laughs> shit, they play yeah, November and, rain and, and shit but, in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was kidding. What's up? You won a championship this year, so I'm trying to hang around the champions. So. Uh, right, uh, right, right, right. You know, I would say, like, in that era, you had, you know, Ricky Carmichael and myself. And in this era, like you have, you know, Ryan, both Ryans, and then you have eight Chad Reeves. That's the best <laughs> way to put it. And like, I don't mean that in disrespect, right, but Chad right. Reeves was like, was a third place guy. And when me and Ricky was on our game, like Chad Reeves was like a third place guy, a guy, you know, and now you have eight Chad Reeves. It's the best way to put it. And then like, you know, when, when Chad would step up his game, he could race with us. And then, you know, that's like Barsha stepping up his game or, you know, Kanar and all that. Like we could get up there and race with those guys. But, you know, like you said, I don't, Billman's, I don't know what he's talking about because, you know, the, the field's way deeper than it's ever been. You know, obviously I didn't race in the eighties and early nineties and stuff. So I can't, right. you know, contest all that stuff. But back when McGrath was racing and, you know, and Emic and all that stuff, you cannot tell me that the field was deeper back then than what it is right now. Like right. the guys are going faster. The bikes are going like better. The tracks are worse now. And so, you know, everything is, is made for like, you know, closer racing per se, but still the, the cream's going to rise to the top. It's as simple as that. X games for you. Uh, we got a moto X coming up. Uh, do you have any commitments to that? Is it something on your mind? Will Hahn? We think Wilbur's going to do it. We're not sure. It. Oh yeah. man. Well, I'm not doing it then. If I got to race the champ, <laughs> I ain't quit. doing it. Just quit. <laughs> you earned number 99, obviously for your national finishes. Yep. Did you ever think about the fact that it was Wayne Gretzky's number? I did not, and I wouldn't have – if you would have asked me what Wayne Gretzky's number was even before you just said that, I would have not been able to tell you. And I'm sorry. I'm going to pre-apologize for that statement. That's ridiculous. Don't apologize to that guy. Please don't apologize uh, to that guy. What do you miss and what don't you miss about being on the show? I miss seeing Pookie every week, and I do not miss Steve's bullshit sarcasm. 
It's kind of a somewhat of a team thing, but not. Nice threesome you got going on. That's kind of awkward, but yeah, yeah. I guess you can okay. say that. Is there a better way to mark the track than those yellow Acrobus plastic thingies? Acrobus? What the Ac hell is an Acrobus? What's an Acrobus? <laughs> AC I don't know how you pronounce it. A-C-E-B-R-I-S? How do you pronounce it? That's called Acrobus. Could You're correct. Yeah, that's nice. close enough. Spot on. <laughs> Fucking. And what actually happens? Do I have to pay a fine here? Uh, JT. No, nothing happens. That's the whole getup. Oh, so this is just no, a made No, if you up. go over 20, Steve goes, ah, 20 seconds. And then I can continue, 20 right? seconds. <laughs> you crack. Yeah, there you go. Tits docks you in the back room. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not good. Oh, it's not? <laughs> no, no, no. It's a Mormon thing. Go docking no, docking and soaking. It's not a Mormon thing. Neither of those are Mormon things. Bull crap. Bull crap. Yeah? You know? They're in the Mormon dictionary. We got someone who sent an email in once. Hey, tits. I could send an email. Yes, what? you could. Uh, 15 seconds. Time. Disqualified. Uh, okay. Nope. Fine. Nope. I don't care. You do not get the answer. <laughs> Why didn't you take your freaking hat off during the national anthem? Uh, I He's an idiot. I never do. Yeah, I never do. Yeah, it really pisses me off, That's dude. because you're Canadian? No. You, it's you, not you, you yeah, don't it respect it? No, it's nothing to do. I don't do it in Canada. I went really? to a hockey game in, in Canada. I didn't do it there either. Okay. How, how many beers did you get hit with? None. No, look. It, you know what? It's a freedom of choice. It's a great country, America. You get to choose what you want to worship, uh, do. That's why you take your hat off. Mer yeah, so I choose to keep my hat on. Okay. Well, you could also, why don't you uh, bring a mat and, and uh, you know, bow to the West or whatever during it, too. Uh, <laughs> that'd be cool. Um, also, too, by the way, everyone in this room, I love this country so much. I paid about ten thousand dollars to to come here. What did you guys pay? Nothing, huh? Ryan, what's your question for Rob? No, this isn't Ryan. This is Sinjin. I just dumped it again, though. Friday night, we're camping. I mean, we're, we have a motorhome and we're in the pits. And yeah, it's not really we camping. Were, we but, yeah, we yeah. we stayed at the track. Right. And uh, it was myself and Carrie and a bunch of the guys from the team were still out there partying. And there was a few other people that were camping there. And they had a golf cart. We had a golf cart. So, so they thought they were going to venture out down into the uh, no man's land. So they had about, I don't know, 10 people on our four-wheeler and about 10 people on their golf cart. So they go out of the gate, and they're driving. And all of a sudden, I see them come back in the gate, and there's this van following them. And it's the security guys, <laughs> like the cops from the track. Right. And he drives right back where, like, right where we're sitting. And it's just me and one other guy, and I look, and I see this guy on the radio, like, in, on, in Hart's, like, not stopping. So all of a sudden, Hart comes back around, he pulls back in front of the camp, and two other cars come up, and they get up, and they're getting in Hart's face, saying they're going to impound the thing in Hart's like, You're not taking this thing from me. You're not taking And this guy's, like, getting in his face, and it's getting a little crazy. So I walk over there, and I'm like, hey, excuse me. You know, what's going on? Like, I didn't know what was going on. And Hart was like, just get out of here. I'm like, no, no, what's going on? And he goes... They had 15 people on this golf cart, and it was dangerous. I say, we're in a, we're in a, a, a motorcycle park. There's no rules. Like, is there a sign saying you can have two people on a four-wheeler? <laughs> right. What's the problem? He goes, it's dangerous. And I go, who do you work for? He goes, I work for Tim Ritchie. And I said, hey, can you tell him, you know, that you're with Kerry Hart and Ricky Carmichael, and he's – and he goes, oh, I'm sorry, Ricky. I didn't recognize you. And I'm like – Okay, and everyone started laughing, and he goes, no problem, Mr. Carmichael, just tell them to stay off of it. So he leaves, and we're all laughing. The guy thinks I'm Ricky Carmichael, right? Oh. So we go back in the motorhome. There's a knock. Another security guard shows up, and he goes, is Ricky Carmichael here? And I go, he hasn't been here all night. What can I help you with? He goes, yes, he has. One of our security guys talked to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, he's not here. 
And the guy goes, no, he talked to him. This guy's been here since 2003. He knows who Ricky Carmichael is, and he says he directly talked to Ricky Carmichael. <laughs> That's what we're dealing with here at Redbud for security. Right. 150 wins. Kenny Watson. That's it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Welcome back. Paul Pamek Show presented by BTOsports.com. Tempers are high here in the studio. You know what? People are mad. Flaring. Right? I think think Sticks brought it out on him. Thanks for that stick song. Yeah. Good, hey, you know what, Tits? Fuck you and your fucking waterproof case. I'll fucking buy a new phone before I bought one of those piece of shits. Look don't you buy did. one of those. Look don't what buy you, one of those. Look what you did. Don't buy one of those. I hope you're happy. Lame I cases. stand by it. I don't buy, don't buy one of his lame cases. It just got really this got really serious in here. Go to Best Buy and buy anything but whatever the name of that fucking pile is. Optics. And and Kenny, can you you express your why you're so angry? Well, if people listen to the show, they know how Tiss has always been my guy, and I've always given him anything he asked for. If it was a jersey, if it was a set of gloves, glasses. If it was a pair of glasses, my first reaction: No problem, Tits. What do you need? I asked him for one of his cases, and he goes, Hmm. I, I said, can prob- yeah, I no. can probably get you one. You said is that, is that a no? I could probably. We have some that are for trade shows and this and that. No, not, not that's like, not what I said. Not like it wasn't. You said hmm, probably, but you didn't say, dude, no problem. What's the difference? And then he goes, yeah. Do you remember last time I asked you for something? You t- and I wanted to buy gear, and and you, I asked you if you could get me a discount, and I said no, I can't get you a discount. And how mad you are right now about it? You're mad because I couldn't get you a discount on gear. No, I'm mad because you made it seem like no matter what, you got my back. And I asked for just a discount. Somebody say, nope, sorry. See, explain to him when you when you're when yeah. you talk to a writer support guy that has nothing to do with it. It's it's like saying, JT, can you get a discount on gear? JT's on. I can't sell gear at all, so right, right. we only sell to dealers. Right. But he there. can certainly put me in touch with somebody. But do you understand if I, if you went, if someone went to Max and said, Hey, Max, can we? Buy a set of gear. You're not gonna. Do they have a? Budget? We can't. We literally can't. Unless you're a rider support guy. Okay. Don't we can't. see. See this guy what, over here. Unless you're a rider support guy. He lives in a wonder super fan zone. He doesn't know about the industry. <laughs> like half these too. people on the internet that say Wait. our industry. He's one of those our guys that knows nothing about the inside of the industry. So you know what? Stay behind your keyboard and suck it. All right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. All right. Okay. Hey, uh, Blaine's been on hold for a while. Hey, do you miss me? He wants to talk nope. about Redbud. <laughs> I, did, I did until about 15 minutes ago. Blaine. <laughs> and then, no doubt, you winning the title, you got a whole bunch of chicks and new friends, too. No, I was on the same boat on that. Did you get laid the night you won? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> hey, my, my mom listens to this shit, dude. Truth be told, it didn't feel that good uh, because I was under a two-year deal. Um and as far as I was concerned, I met all the contracts obligations. Um, or, uh, I had to finish top ten in Supercross or top ten outdoors, and it was automatic renewal for the second year. Uh, so it was a one year with option with uh, stimulations or and uh, rewards of doing well. I think I got eighth or ninth in Supercross. wasn't great. Oh, did you but do it that? Wasn't horrible. I, honestly, I didn't know you did that well. I, I yeah, thought it no, was a little worse. Okay. I actually did pretty well. I think my best finish was a sixth, which right. for me at the time well, I yeah. was amped. It was just, I mean, right. the time stack series. I was beating my brother. A lot, which was my only goal. Right. Um, <laughs> no, it was tough because I didn't get told till the last outdoor round, and uh, I was 
pretty much offered uh, like a backup spot on the team, and they were joining with uh, Yamaha of Troy at the time, and that's that was their plan. Um, and then they ended up that fell apart. Right. So that never even happened. Um, and basically, I was told uh, to explore my options or stay on as a backup test rider, and I might race, you know, due to injury or something like yeah. that. Um, but in their defense, I also didn't have a good outdoor season. But again, I met all the contract obligations. Yeah. Where so did you go after that then? I went what? to MDK, MDK KTM. Yeah, I actually went and I got told that right there. Um, I was walking around the pits after the second moto, basically offering a ride for free yeah. to anybody because at that time, you know, you're kind of left out in the cold. And, and normally by round 12 of outdoors, everyone's pretty much signed up yeah, for the next it's year. Yeah, it's late. It's late for yeah. sure. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> Fender slap. Are you going to get him that case or not? He's fucking angry. Don't, don't even. He's angry. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel comfortable here. being in the middle of this. I'll be honest. You I feel shouldn't. like something's bound to be thrown any minute. So what I want to do is to get an impartial third party to review the case, give it a shot, tell me what he thinks. Okay. And this is this person somebody that's part of your crew? Is he is, part is, of? He's a member of the Pulpamex family, yes. No, and then the, what's the Castillo thing that they had going on? Dream team. Is he part of your dream team? Yeah, but that's yeah. Irrelevant. But okay, I just want to make sure it's it's not. Uh, I just want to make sure it wasn't, you know, partial. It has to be, you know, when okay. you when you do when you do a survey, it's with a random person. But go ahead. I, I didn't say it was a survey. I wanted to get an impartial third party. An impartial, but he yeah. is partial. But he is part of your crew. Come on. So how does anyway, that make a partial? So we sent a case down to or up to one Corey Mosier. Hold on a second. So Moser yes. got a case. No questions yeah. asked. <laughs> Dude, why are you trying to make it sound like I wasn't going to give you one? Because you said – I said, me... yeah, we can probably get you one. Is that, How is that in any way, shape, or form a no? In any way, shape, or form. Sh- okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. How is that because me, how when is you, that me dogging when you? Because when you asked me for all the things that you've ever asked me for, there wasn't saying, yeah, you know what? I probably can get you that. What, what difference does it, it make? It was like, dude, no problem, Tiss, whatever you, know what? you need. It hurt my feelings. If you would have just gone with it, I would have driven down to wherever it is that you're staying tomorrow and dropped it off for you. Because then you need to redeem yourself and do that. I will. I'll still do it. Okay, I'm staying at the Trump Towers. Fine. Give me a room number. I will drive one down to you. Okay, leave it at the front desk. I don't like you that much. Yeah, right. Okay. (laughs) The other, oh, the other nice thing is that it uh, it slides in out of the case really easy. Like it's pretty bulky, and I already have one pretty big bulge. My pants, so I, you know, I'm not going to use the case every day. There's one that stands out, and everyone's going to laugh or whatever, but, dude, I used to battle every weekend with, like, Justin Brayton and Ryan Morris and Andrew McFarlane. We were, like, in 20th every weekend, dude. And it was like it was like a battle of who didn't get the point. Right, who was right, going right. to get 21st, right. and we raced 40 minutes. Yeah. And for nothing. But a good gate pick, second moto. Tried for about 20 years, bro. I had realized that, uh, like you, I'm partial to the pretty boys. Roxon. What do you mean, Mike? Me? I'm partial to the pretty Dude, boys. You're all about Nick Way and how handsome he is. And Bullshit. Tortelli. Tortelli's a good-looking guy. Okay, Absolutely. Then. But that's it. I'm not like. All right. Anyway. I'm so not. so I was looking at it and I said, he's Barsha, gonna be yeah. yeah. Can't stand him. Because he's gruff. Really? Yeah. You can't know. stand yeah, him. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a Barsha guy. <laughs> Um, he's cleaned himself up for the outdoors. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who else it was, but right. I, I was looking. I was thinking. You go by it's image. Like, like, I, apparently, Appar- apparently, look at clean it, it, cut Will. Yeah, he's got great. tattoos. He's bad, but yeah, I mean, it's well, I mean, the cover right now. Can you see him? Yeah, you can't see him. Yeah, I don't, right? I kind of look like a good, uh, good kid. N- not that it makes any difference, but I'm actually, I'm, you know, 
feeling feeling some good vibes over in your way. So. I like that. Can yeah. I add a comment on this, JT? I'm. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> um, thank you, Will Hahn. Did you have fun? Did I had you a like great it? Time. No, you didn't. I would do it again. No, you wouldn't. I'm, well, I'm only saying that because I'm here. Well, and I haven't left yet. But tomorrow <laughs> I'm going to Twitter bash you hard. <laughs> Show one thirty nine. Hey, you guys what? hear anything? You guys, you guys hear anything about Washugo? I heard uh, oh, Vito Puto one. Yeah, yeah. Kenny, you? I, you know what? I heard that he had some problems the first moto. He had some reflection in his eye. Cost him a start or something. Jeff Alessi was found in the possession of a laser pointer. He uh, distracted Ryan Villapoto uh, at some point. Um, he um, also uh, shown, sh- shined it on Mookie. Is this Is this for mm, real? Yeah, for real. It's known, proven fact. You're not speculating. This there, is was, no, yeah, there was yeah, a press yeah. release. There was, so, okay. Okay, so the penalties have come out for this. And I want to get your guys' take on this. Jeff is suspended from getting an AMA Pro license. He's fined $500. He's also suspended indefinitely from Pro MX results, from Pro MX events. So I guess this, the license could apply for Supercross. We can't race Supercross because he doesn't have a license. For how long? Indefinitely. Right now. Tony Alessi, uh, had, Jeff had Tony's credential on, which is a no-no. Tony's been suspended for the rest of 2013. Wow. Uh, Je- Mike Alessi... Um, points were taken away from Washugo. His points were taken away. He was he was fined five grand, but not five five grand. If he has a problem, he's put on a year probation. If he has a, a problem in this year, he, he has to pay the five grand. If not, he's fine. It, it's no worries. It's like uh, held in perpetuity. The team was fined ten grand. Moto Concepts Racing was fined ten grand, basically because Jeff Alessi had a crew shirt on and he had a headset on, and they consider him part of the team along with Tony's credential. So you know, basically, they, they were really upset with what I tweeted. That Jeff, I spoke to, and I, I saw some eyewitnesses. I spoke to them, and I spoke to an official, and they said, "Yes, Davy Coombs confiscated a laser pointer from Jeff. It was shining it in Ryder's eyes." I tweeted that because I felt like I had good enough grounds from an official and from eyewitnesses. And then I, after, in between the motors, I said, "Hey, RV, did you get a shine in a light in your eye?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, totally. It was right in my goggles." I just think he lost. He his lost composure. his mind. He lost yeah. his composure at the time, and I could understand. I mean, I could. I've been there. You've lost your mind. <laughs> I, I mean, I can understand him flipping out. You've lost your mind on this show a few times. But what? What? You know what? What I don't understand is he. You know, yeah, some yeah, things yeah. he said to to Davey about you have a kid. Don't you understand, dude? His kid's twenty three years old. He's an adult. <laughs> and also, too, like Jeff Alessi comes across as a massive douchebag in all this. For one, I asked him after the race, "What are you doing, Jeff? Why did you do that?" It was my ex girlfriend. Two, he said on Instagram, "I found a laser pointer on the ground." Three, he said that he wasn't even around that area. He was on the other side and wasn't even there and was spotting, and it wasn't him. And, I'm a f- and Steve Mathis makes things up, and Steve Mathis is a douchebag, and Steve Mathis is, is out to get him. Like, Jeff, just fucking fall on your sword. You did it. Everybody saw it. Everybody knows. Rockstar Suzuki guys saw you. Admit it. To me, the biggest idiot is Jeff Alessi and all this. You know, if I do that, I'm, I'm Jeff Alessi. My dad is Tony. Yeah. My dad would punch me in the face. Put yourself in Tony's shoes. At, at, the, at the point of time, there was no evidence towards him at all. It was all speculating. Even though you said someone told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no. You, no, Tony. He's standing there with his kid, and he talks to his kid, and he goes, tell me the truth. Did you do it or you're not? And your kid said, Dad, I did not do it. 
You gotta, you gotta back your kid, man. Uh, I don't know. You gotta back your kid. There's, there's so many people I can say. You know what? If you put that, your, your fucking hand in the fire, you're gonna get burned. <laughs> At one point, you get burned. You, you can't feel sorry for the guy. Right. Turn back the clocks a year and a half ago, when we all talked about Tony taking over, David leaving, being the team manager. We're all. It's just, it's just, it's a matter of time before something is gonna happen. No one knew what was gonna happen. Right. But. Like that, like David said. Who knew it was Jeff that was going to bring down the <laughs> empire? First of all, you wouldn't think. I, you know, you think of a drunk fan. You think of a, you know, a kid. You know, you know, you think of someone, not who, uh, who it actually ended up being. But yeah, I was on the gate there, and thirty second board had just. They were walking off the track, and we were all revved up, and and obviously concentrating on the gate. And there was like a, um, like a, a green beam, um, like in my goggles. Uh, kind of moving around, and then, and then it was gone, and the gate dropped, and I took off. Honestly, there's been you know fines given and things in the past, and and but really, um, I've been around the sport myself, racing for I think I think it's now eight years or going on eight years, um, and really nothing drastic uh, has ever really happened. So. This is probably the biggest thing that that has happened in our sport um, for fines and, and you know penalties and things like that. So um, yeah, I mean I think it's good. I think that Mike himself necessarily probably you know obviously you know probably didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Um, as for Tony and Jeff, that's a, that's another story. Um, but you know, it's for me when actually Davey came into the truck and said, you know, he was they Coombs was like fired up. He was, you know, he was like adrenaline was was going and mm-hmm. came in the truck and he told me he he found who you know he's like we got him and I said okay you know and I'm sitting there you know sitting up in the truck and yeah I said okay who is it you know and and he said it was Jeff Alessi. <laughs> And like I, 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 I laughed you know like right. I'm like no way <laughs> right, you know, right, I, right. I grew up racing. Jeff and Mike and and Tony and right. and everybody knows that that uh, you know it was it's kind of it's kind of the same stuff that's been going and going on. You know, I've dealt with the this uh, this type of stuff. Me and my dad have all of amateurs, so you know it's, it's almost like you know nothing new. Uh, you, you necessarily wouldn't see it happening. You know, you wouldn't think to see it happen in in the in the ranks we're in now. But it does clearly. I think this was a, a pretty major deal, you know. Like it yeah. was, like you know, like um, you know, it was a laser pen, and and from what I was told, um, not like I've like read it myself, but from what I was told, it was, um, you know, the 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 different colors kind of mean a different type of uh, oh, yeah? laser or stronger the laser it is, and that one is a fairly, from what I was told, a fairly strong laser. And now, if that's true, I, I don't know. You know, obviously, yeah, yeah. Getting that type of that type of thing pointed in your eyeball is not the probably not the greatest thing. We're sitting there in the motorhome, and you know, oh yeah, someone you know they're arguing out there. Oh, oh really? Well, let's just slide the curtain open in the motorhome. We had front row seat right there. Got to oh, watch I, you. Oh, I know. Everyone was. It was like. You almost you almost got an elbow in your face. Well, the video only showed Jeff. Came, <laughs> Jeff came at me again. The video doesn't show that. He came at me again and said, "I'll knock you out." And I said something like, "Are you going to do something?" And then, like, nothing happened. And Did Genova... he have his backpack on still? No, I had my backpack on. Did he have a backpack? Oh, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyways, uh, yeah. So it was uh, entertaining for everybody. Were you going to pull the hockey move? Like, pull the <laughs> shirt over his head? Yeah, just start pummeling him? 
I, I'm not much of a fighter, but I mean, if he would have if he would have took a swing, I would have had to have fought back. I'm not going to be like, oh, dude, ow. I mean, I guess it's why'd go- you do that? Right, I guess it's go time. <laughs> you know, if you swing at me. But is this the craziest thing the Alessis have done to you in your career? I mean, there's there's got to be some amateur um, stuff that was, you know. Yeah, I mean, pretty much you can. I mean, back in the day, you know, like Tony and, and Mike and, and Jeff, those guys were pretty in with with the whole amateur scene and you know they they knew that they could pretty much pull anything off in amateurs you don't see that in you know in, right, in professional right. racing side of it so yeah it's like i said it's it's a bit like uh crazy to see it happen uh racing nationals let's do it you know write a check in my name a hundred grand i'll write one in yours and winner will get i'll get tested winner cashes the check and and loser rips up the check that's in their name. When you know him, he does things like what he did to me in the semi upstairs. That was not cool. Was <laughs> it like prison? Uh, I, I it's. I, I mean, I don't want to say. It was terrible. <laughs> did you remember RV? I, I actually I don't I don't. Actually. Okay, all right. Never, never. I'll text you and tell you. Uh, but we, Weimer and I were just going. What is wrong with this guy? And today, Adam seen surreal Instagram a picture of you pooping. Well, I mean, what, he, wa- he, he, he walked in on me. Not doctor recommended to get a laser shine in your eye. <laughs> right, right. What's happening? The chains were sweet. I was, uh, I listen, I'm, I'm listening tonight because I knew tonight would be like over the top. What'd well, the laser th- gate, I, I guess I kind of didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Um, I was actually setting in the mule, getting ready for the, the lights moto, and then people started talking about it, and then somebody said, um, over over my headset, they said, "Oh, it's Jeff Alessi," and then I'm like, "Oh, it's Jeff Alessi," and we thought it was a joke. Right? I'm like, "Oh, that was perfect. That would be hilarious." Right, right. Of course it is. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, and and then that's funny, but then it really was, I guess. So like, wow. And so like, I would have to say, like, I don't know. Like, I I think Mike has tried to like do a better job with his career because you know, like, I was there when he exploded the first time years ago with, with Ivan Mm -hmm. and like, I didn't like that scenario because I was involved in it. (laughs) Right. And you know, like there was a handlebar in his spokes and tried to hit the kill button and all that kind of stuff. So I, I don't know, I guess, I guess the, the proof of whatever happened was reality and reality has to be dealt with. So I'm good with it. Today has been consumed with, with the funniest video of I've seen in like a couple of years. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> right. love, I love the video. <laughs> right. The, the, the Nazi Germany video. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I probably watched it three times. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious. We have to accept the responsibility of the people on our team and we have to try to do the right thing. And like, you know, like week in and week out, you know, like if you don't win, you know, like you don't like it. We've had a really rough season, but mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have thirty guys in the trees with lasers. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like a like a bear trap or something like that. Maybe we should plant on the on the track or something like that. But that's maybe a better idea or snares or something to yank them off their bike. Something right. flamboyant that would be great. It was unique and the video was funny. Before we were presented any facts or any kind of you know, charges were filed or any claims were made against anything or any proof was shown to us, we're reading about it on on, on Twitter. And, of course, it was yours, Steve. And, you know, our stance was really just what, you know, we just wanted the respect that you just offered 
Ryan Villapoto, and that was, hey, I would never report that he's doping. I would never say that. I would never put that in print because there's no facts to substantiate or prove that. And it looks like there were some facts or, or what looks like facts that Jeff was up to something, but we had never seen that. We'd never seen any pictures. We'd never heard anything. And so we were kind of operating in the blind. First of all, we did tell them, you're an idiot, locked him in the, the, the truck and said, until we get some facts and find out what's going on, you're not coming out. Second of all, as we reached out to the powers to be and said, will somebody explain to us what you've got, what's going on? Because we asked Jeff and we got different stories all over the board. So we were as confused as everybody else. I am sorry for everything of the, the whole enchilada, whether it's Jeff and whether he, whatever he may or may have done, I don't know to this point. I still haven't got all of I've gotten pictures and people saying it and whatever. I'm still trying to find the real truth on some of his. He's not a representative of our team. Jeff didn't work for us. He's not under contract. He was there as a fan, and a fan only. And he took it upon himself to grab a shirt and put a headset on. We didn't know what he did or didn't do. Nobody would tell us. Nobody would show us anything. Yeah, evidence. but who, who, so all who should they? I mean, they, they don't have to tell you. You have the guy right there. Uh, all, all, all Jeff has to say is, I did it or I didn't do it. You keep going around in circles. I, I mean, I, like I said, I just think that he knows what he did. He's the only guy that really, really can say he did or he didn't do it. I mean, unless – so what you're saying is they're going to have to have hard evidence to prove it before – No, I'm before, trying to say is we didn't get a clear answer from Jeff. There's no doubt that Jeff Alessi handled this from the, the discussion with me that, that he wanted to fight me to his shit-talking to me on Instagram – to everything, <clears throat> Jeff Alessi could not have handled this in a worse way. It's not possible. Perhaps light himself on fire would have been the only thing that would have been worse. Did you hear about Ross Hugel at all? Did you? Um, you did no. miss out. I, you was did. it this laser tag convention? We have Tony Alessi on the line. Overall, I mean, I'm, it's pretty disappointing, to be honest with you. You know, um, I, um, I, to me, I just feel the whole thing is just, like, blown way out of proportion. And, um, you know, I'm just disappointed in the whole thing, to be honest with you. You know, like, uh, I mean, you know, the, the unprofessionalism is, is, you know, not, not just necessarily on the part of MX Sports, you know, because um, obviously I have the promoter of the event dragging Jeff Lesley by the neck, uh, you know, behind the, behind the you know, the, the starting gate. And, and, you know, just, you know, and then obviously what happened at the end of the event when, when I was trying to, you know, ask, about the situation, and I got Davey Coombs skidding his car sideways and coming out asking me, you know, are you going to arrest me right now? You know, I'm just thinking, like, what the hell? You know, like, this would never happen at a felt event. It'd be like, you know, like uh, like Dave Prater doing something like this. I mean, gosh, you know, like, what the hell is going on here? You know, uh, just I'm just disappointed in the way that the whole thing was handled, and, and, uh, and obviously none of us got to know any information. They never talked to us. I just felt like it was like, dictatorship you know like uh judge jury and executioner all at the same time and like we never had a say we never got to tell our side of the story in any way shape or form and uh just disappointed you know completely in the way that mx sports handled the whole entire thing i just think it was just so cowboy you know um and, and like i said for me i'm, I'm just 100 percent disappointed in the way that it was handled well now that you've seen the photos the from the event and, and, and all the proof that MX Sports has, I mean, you do believe that your son Jeff was using a laser pointer, or no? Well, know, know this. 
I will 100% go to the grave for my kids in any way. Mike or Jeff Alessi, I will fight for them. I will take a bullet for them. I will do whatever it takes to defend them in any way, shape, or form. You know what I'm saying? And when Jeff Alessi is being assaulted by the promoter of the event, there's no chance that I'm going to say that this is okay. Not in any way, shape, or form. I defend my kids 100%. I live for my kids. I defend them. I love them kids. And, you know, Kenny Watson, I think that you know that more than anybody else, that I will die for those guys. Tony, you, you know, it's this, uh, before you came on, we were talking to Mike, and that's exactly what I said. I said, I know Tony. I know that family probably than anybody better in the paddock. I would guarantee you if Tony sat down and said, Jeffrey, did you do it or you didn't do it? And if he thinks he Jeffrey didn't do it, or even if he might have done it, he's not going to let no one disrespect his kids. That's the bottom exactly. line. And so here's what I got, just so you. Yep, oh, go ahead. Oh, we lost him. Do you think that Jeff did it? Okay, well, understand this, okay? When I got to the scene, okay, because I got a radio communication from James, our truck driver, and it said, Davey Coombs is beating up your kid. Okay, so I said, okay, where the hell are they? And he said, behind the starting gate. So I was talking to Vince Freeze, obviously, at that moment, because he was six right at the gate, and we were talking about how to deal with his start, okay, because he had a bad gate pick. So I left that spot, and I went behind the starting gate, and Davey Coombs is dragging Jeff Alessi by the neck, okay? And I said, hey, dude, what are you doing? And he said to me, hey, here's the situation. Your kid is splashing a laser on the starting gate. And I said, Jeff Alessi, what the fuck are you doing? Excuse my language. Did right. you do that? You can swear. And he said, no. He said, no, I did not do that. I found this laser, which is not even operational. It's broken. doesn't even work. And I said, okay, well, Davey, why do you think that Jeff Alessi did this? He said, Brent Milan, a Suzuki guy that Jeff Alessi had an argument or a fight with in the past, said that I did it. Okay, he said that he did it. And I said, do you have anything else, or is that all you have? He says, that's all I have for now. And I said, dude, what are you doing? You're going to this extreme cowboy measure, unprofessional measure, dragging the guy, making a scene in front of all of these people to do what? You don't even have it. You don't even know what you're dealing with yet. The right way that this should have happened is, and I told him this, I said, you should have called security. And security should have came and got Jeff, put him in the AMA trailer, and we should have all gone in there and had a discussion and figured out what the hell just happened. But instead, he fucking decided he was going to be the big guy and go do this big hero stupid move and embarrass himself and embarrass us and embarrass everybody over something that was so stupid. Yeah, you but know? The, and, uh, the bottom line What I ended is... up doing was I told Jeff Wesley, go in the motorhome and sit there and do not move until I figure out what's going on. Right now, I've got to get 40 minutes. i got 40 minutes to get Michael Lessi, the motorcycle, and everything ready for a second moto of an AMA Premier Class National. So that was my focus at that point. So I went to work and got Michael Lessi ready, got the bike ready, got everything ready, because that's my focus, is to do the best that I can do for my team, the bike, and Michael Lessi. That's my job. And I've done a very good job over the last two or three years and have had a clean record and done a very good job and done my best for my kids. Okay, and I got Mike Lesley back over there, and he got fifth overall, and then when this was all said and done, 
Then all of a sudden, I've got Mathis in my pit, and I've got a, a, a message that says, Jeff Alessi has done such a, such a job where he's flashed the light in the eyes of, of Ryan Villapoto, and we're in all kinds of trouble. And I said, dude, Mathis, this is no different than me saying the girl in the back of the pit said to you that you raped her. And me putting on the Internet or on Instagram, you know, Mathis raped the girl without me seeing you in handcuffs or in the car. You know what I'm saying? And there's no difference into well, what happened I, with Jeff Alessi. He was convicted of a crime without me even knowing what the hell happened. You know, and so all of a sudden, now I've got this issue to deal with, and i got Jeff Alessi telling me, hey, dude, I didn't do it. So, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm there, there, there you go. That's, that's, all I, that, that's the question that I asked Mike. I said, Did, I know Tony. I know Jeff. I know Mike very, very well. I know Tony sat him down and looked at him and said, did you do it or you didn't do it? Because if you didn't do it, I'm going to go to war for you. If you did do it, I'm still going to go to war, but we're going to make it better. I know that's what you were going to do. And I asked Mike, and Genovese said, well, still, we don't have an answer. We don't know. But you know. Did he do it? He said he didn't do it. That's fine. If he didn't do it, he didn't do it. But at the when, end I was, of the- when, I, when I got Look. to the scene, Davey Coombs, like I said, was dragging him by the neck. And I asked, I asked. You saw, Lester, you saw him you do, do that? This? What do you so mean dragging him by the neck? Him, what? I said, did you do this? And he said, no, I did not do it. I found this over there in the grass. Yeah, and, well, Tony, and you don't believe that, I, do you? You don't believe that. That's the bottom line. The evidence is insurmountable that Jeff Alessi Put a laser on Ryan Villapoto and, and Malcolm Stewart. It's insurmountable. He was in the truck well, with it. Bring you this, just so you he know. was in the truck I went with to it. Ryan Villapoto. It was on. Tony. 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 Don't stop it. Ryan Villapoto, did you have a laser in your eyes? He said yes. And I said, who did it? And he said, your boy did it. Yeah. And I said, are you it, sure it, about it, that? Tony, never mind. Really never mind what you told Ryan Villapoto. Look at the JGR guys who saw Jeff with a laser. Look at the photo of the laser in the truck. Look at the people who saw Jeff at PIR with a laser, okay? Look at the, the GoPro footage. Look at the photo from the Verb Moto photographer with a guy in the bushes wearing a white shirt that looks a lot like Moto Concept shirt. The evidence is overwhelming. Jeff Alessi had a laser beam. That's the bottom line. Now, I don't... Okay, and, and I hear what you're saying. Uh, but that, understand, end of story. from my standpoint, okay, as a father... When he tells me that, it doesn't my, matter. My Beat his ass. Beat his ass. He did it. The evidence is there. Just like what Kenny would say, or DV, or anybody. The evidence is there. He's lying to you. Yeah, but he did no, it. But, okay, okay. Listen. He said he didn't do it. As a as a parent, you have to. You have, yeah, absolutely. At, at, at that point in absolutely. time, maybe now is a different time. But when Jeffrey first told him that, he has to respect his kid that he. He trusts his kid enough, and they have the relationship where he's not going to lie to his father. His father's like, okay, I got your back. Most kids aren't going to sit there and just straight lie to their parents at that level. If Jeffrey did, he made a mistake. Jeffrey's a, I mean, Jeffrey is right now that I'm happy about the situation. Hell that, like, no. I'm hell out no. Of the I know. I know. Mike Alessi is now going to be have to withdraw from the series, that our team is going to have to withdraw from the series from all of this BS. You think I'm happy about any of that? Fuck I'm not. Well, I'm not hey, at all. I'm you, happy that Mike Genova is a great team owner, that he respects me, you know what I'm saying, and that we, we have done a remarkable job over the last two years. Kenny Watson, you can attest to that, that we have done an amazing job over the last two years, and I think that you can 
that I think you can tell that by obviously second in the championship, nine podiums last year, and 100 minutes, over leading over 100 laps last year, it's Mike great. No, we've done Tony, an impeccable job. It's a great job. And no no one said you haven't. The, the mind level of professionalism that I've brought to that, to that race team and what I've done, and I'm just disappointed in the way that the whole thing was handled I, with us. I'm disappointed the way you handled it with me. Poking me in the chest, you know calling me names. Mathis, I'm disappointed Mathis, in you, Tony. Mathis, Mathis, I agree with what you're saying, okay? I'm going to tell you straight up that I was wrong with the way that I handled it with you, just so you know. But I want you to know, as a father, reading this information and thinking, wow, my kid is being incriminated without me even being told by the officials that we have a problem that I may have probably overreacted, you know what I'm saying? But I was reacting in a way because I was defending my kid at the end of the day. And I will, like I told you, I will defend those guys to the end. I'll take a bullet for them. And uh, bottom line is, you're writing stuff, and I have not been informed by anybody at MX Sports that we have committed a crime, well, that I we've done something wrong. Well, I was. I was, and I reported it. Right, so, I understand that, right. but I asked questions, just so you know. And you said to me that you were given the information by Nick McCabe. Is that correct? I said, Jeff, I said to uh, you, Nick McCabe told me. Jeff, right. I talked to and Jeff. I, I talked to Jeff Kemp. Who asked, the hell is Nick McCabe? Is he an AMA official? You know what he told me? This is Tim Cotter, number two guy at MX Sports. He told me that Nick McCabe is not an official. He's some guy that... Does some little various work okay. from time to time, and he is not N O T an yeah, official. Okay. Well, so Jeff, you got your information uh, from the wrong source. And Jeff Canfield, you didn't let me finish. I said Jeff Canfield's no, name. You did you ever tell me that Jeff Canfield gave you that information? Absolutely, I did that. I, I at some point when you were yelling and I was yelling, uh, that is exactly what I did. I named and okay, there, well, just so you know, like I respect Jeff Canfield. I think he's an A plus guy. I think he's a respectable person. And I never heard you say that. I, so, I did my job as a reporter. I spoke to Ryan Villapoto. I spoke to three officials. I spoke to, uh, and I saw people, I spoke to people who saw Davey Coombs' GoPro footage of taking uh, a laser from Jeff, and no one said Davey Coombs assaulted Jeff Alessi. Not one person. And, I, and some of the people I heard it from aren't fans of Davey. They're not MX Sports people. They're not Racer X people. No one mentioned you should have saw Davy Coombs assaulting Jeff Jeff Alessi. No one said that. Well, obviously for the they weren't they weren't where I was. Like I said, when I arrived at the scene, this is what I saw. Just so you know, I saw Jeff Alessi getting dragged by the neck. And when I was when was guy, this? When did Davey this happen? Because I was, was in the tower. Behind, I, I was okay, in. You the know t- how the starting gate works? There's a starting gate, and then there's a there's you drop down where all the bikes like. Stage, okay, Tony. That's did this happen? This happened when I got there. I said, "What the hell is going on?" And Davy Coombs said, this guy is suspended. I'm t- taking him off the property. And I said, dude, what are you doing? Like, you are the promoter of the event. You're the number one guy. Why are you doing this? Like, you're, you're out of your mind, dude. You're way over the line. This is something that's not being handled right. I mean, let's be honest. You think that Todd Gendro would come drag some guy off the property at a Supercross? I do. There's no way that he would do that. I do think a security professionals would do. Professionals like Todd Gendro at Supercross, they would they would call security and they would have they say, Hey look, Hey Tony, I can I can I can I can let me just talk. 
They have a problem up on the hill. There's some guy up there with a light. He's flashing it on these guys. Can you go get that guy and bring him over to the AMA trailer? Okay, they bring him over to the AMA trailer, and they say, okay, dude, you're Jeff Alessi. What are you doing, dude? And he would say whatever his story would be. And then he would call our team over there. And then our team would sit inside of the AMA trailer alongside of the AMA people. And we would have a discussion about what happened. We were never in that situation, not ever. It was just simply a dictatorship from start to finish. It was judge, jury, and executioner. And all of that is wrong. It's not professional. It's not the way things are supposed to be done. If you you look at it from Davey Coombs' point of view, he may think that Jeff Alessi is working for you. He may think you're in on it, Tony, which I don't believe you were. I, for the record, I do not believe you or Mike Genova or Michael Lessie were in on this. Jeff's got a headset. Jeff's got a team shirt. If you're Davey Coombs and you know that there's some sort of – there's Jeff Lessie with a laser pointer shining in Ryder's eyes, maybe he would freak out. And I, I disagree with you on the Feld thing. Maybe Davey okay, Coombs well, is just – let's make pro- sure we get the Jeff Lessie thing understood, okay, so we know. Jeff Lessie rode the PIR race, okay, with his own motorcycle and obviously pitted with us. Okay, so he was there, and that was the idea of that race, just to help him out because he's a, not a professional, really, racer anymore. He's a guy that goes rides local races, and, and our team, Moto Concepts Racing, supports the, the, you know, the, the race, the PIR, every year for the last 10 years. That's what we do. We support that race. And Jeff Lefty was racing that race, and we let him pit under the pit, um, and that's it. You know, that was the extent of our to him. You know what I'm saying? And obviously that he stuck around for the race and anything that transpired at that race from headsets to my, my uh, lanyard or all of those things, those are things that that guy just did on his own. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Anything that he did in well, terms they... of with a flashlight or that little light thing that he had, I mean, I'm telling you that we were no in any way part of that. At all. Of course, you I know, get it. So I get it. But at the time, a team member. But at he wasn't the time, a team member. He was a, basically acting as a what well, I don't know what you would call him. Yeah, but at man, that time, brother, but at that time, at, at that time, no one knew that. No one knew all that. He looks official. Yeah. He looks like he's on the team. Know that if they came and did it professionally, and they brought us all into the same place at the same time, and we had a discussion, the problem, problem, promise you that Gallagher and Prater and. These other guys would have done that in Supercross. These guys handled it unprofessionally. They did not handle it right. They handled it well, like cowboys. Okay, we we don't know how Feld would have handled it because no one shined a laser in guys' eyes before. So we don't know exactly how Feld would have handled it. So I hear that. But I can promise you that you wouldn't have seen guys like Prater or any of these what, guys what, do you, do you agree doing with this? this kind of situation. They would have handled it professionally. Oh, no. What they would have done is they would have called security, they would have put the guys in the AMA trailer, then we would have all had a discussion and sorted it out. There was no sorting it out. It was straight, one-sided, and their but, dictatorship slash, you know, jury executioner all the way through. They did it their way. And you know what? We never had one say. They never spoke to us. They never got our side of the story. And all of that is not the democracy that we live in in the United States. All right, Tony, check it out. All right, so we we heard your side of the story, and like I'm gonna let's end it at this. This is what I told Mike. I said there's two there's two there's two people that are really 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 going to suffer from this. Okay, it's the team, all the employees, the truck drivers, the mechanics. Dave, die. 
And Michael Essie. Just so you know, Dave Dye is awesome. Just so you know, he's done a good job for us. Mike, Michael Essie. Those are the guys that are going to suffer for all the stuff that's going to happen. I told Mike, I don't think you guys should go away. I really think that they should figure it out. And, you know, yeah, they say Tony Lessie can't go to the races, but why can't you just go, if, go buy a ticket and don't go into the pits and have radios and do like you, you used to do? I mean, big deal. You can't be part of it. But, dude, I, I, I think that, you know, it's, it's a lesson learned. And, you know, I, I just don't want to see it get – let's put it behind us. Let's just move forward through this whole thing. I mean, I know – What you're saying is right, Kenny Watson, because you obviously have been in the sport a while and you know the right and the wrong way to do things. So you know the right way. You know why but I know the right thing? Because I've been in your situation. It's not fair. It, you're, you're, you don't think it's fair and – if it's right or wrong, you have a you have a belief, and you're going to do what you want to do. But what I'm trying to say is, I've been in your situation, maybe not at this level, but having a rider and myself being in the limelight, me myself getting arrested almost tw- once full time, second in the cop car out of the pits. I've been there. I've been that guy where Jeff Alessia is. I get it. So what what I'm trying to say is, you know what? The best thing to do is get it out there, figure it out, and move on. Because the more it drags out and say he said, she said, it's, just, it's their fault, it's like going to jail. You rob the bank, do your time, and come back out and be a it better person. It sounds to me like you guys need to bring Jeff Alessi on the show. I think we had enough. We have Genova, we had you. I think we got enough of this. You know, uh, I think, <clears throat> Tony, this is DV right here. You know, I respect what you do. You're 100% with your, with your kids. Uh, I, I don't agree about your decision you make, but I have nothing to say about them, you know. But you tell, you tell me, I'm exporting, you know, handle the situation right. But how did you handle it, Tony? You freaked out. I handled it. I handled you it freaked the way out like a paranoid walker. You would have known a father. Da- any father would have handled it. Davey, listen to me. Jeff is not a kid. Jeff is 23 years old. What would you do? I want to know. Let what me, would let, you do? You know what, what would you do, David? I, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. Some but man I, mishandling your kid. What would you, know, you do? I I talk, know. You take, let me talk for a second. I don't know okay. what I would have done. It's not me. But if I would have done that and my dad was manager, he would have beat my fucking ass. Yeah. And he says, you know what? Yeah. Jeff, what, what, what Jeff... Uh, dead is stupid. Okay, it's now not, I'm going to ask not, you a question, okay? Not, David, let me talk. David, You've talked for 20 question, minutes. Okay? I, haven't, I haven't said a word for 20 minutes. I'm listening to you. Can I speak for a second? Yes, sir. Okay. I don't think that's really that bad, the laser thing. Uh, and I've said it on the show. It's a bad joke. And I think you had nothing to do with it. Uh, neither uh, did Genova. I think it was a, it's a bad joke that went wrong. It was a poor decision by Jeff. And... And that's it. The thing is, you said MX Sport did not handle it right. I think it's it's not the the point is how did you handle it, Tony? You freaked out. You freaked exactly out. Like Listen any to me. Father would handle it. Now, I told you. I mean, Jeff is an adult. He's twenty three years old. Listen to question. me. Listen to Listen me. To me. Listen no, no, no. Listen to me. If you told your father that you didn't do it, would your dad go to bat with you? Yes or no. Yes, it would, but how okay. can you? Okay, all right, well, I'm it, in the same It doesn't position. matter. It, I'm in the there's same proof everywhere. Jeff there's proof everywhere. I didn't do it, and I've got a guy yeah, because he was tra- him by the neck. He was you know trying to find somebody. Guy? What are you doing, dude? What are you doing? The thing, 
you your son was trying to find somebody to to take the blame for him, and he lied about the whole thing. It's not the the point. The point is not here. Why would you freak out without knowing anything? Okay, not the situation. You were on the track. You were not on Twitter. You did not see the pictures. You, you did not see Davy, the picture with Davy and Jeff at that time. And then you freak out. You, you threaten uh, right. DC to, to, to sue him for assault. If you so, here, here's the, here's the fact. You know what? I told people, okay? I'm like, I get a call on the radio, and the radio says Davy Coombs is beating up your kid. Okay, I go over there and to see what's happening, I see Davy Coombs dragging my kid by the neck. Okay, I want you to put yourself in my shoes. He's not dragging your kid by the neck. I want to know what you would do with that information. He did not drag the. He did not. He he did not drag it by the neck. He took his. Bullshit. I was there. The James, the truck driver, was there. We all saw the same thing. He has it on video. I need to send you the video. He was dragging him by the neck. Do you understand that? Do you understand that Jeff Pelosi has an assault charge now? on Davy Coombs with video. That guy's going down. You understand that? He's going down. MX Sports is done in the next two years. They're already on their way down. They're already on their way down. Are you kidding me? I was in the meeting, the manager's meeting, and I'm hearing Factory Connection Honda saying there's a drug ring inside of the MX, inside of MX Sports Going on. Uh, Do you understand what yeah. that is? Come on, That's Tony. Serious. Come on, they're, Tony. They're, they're reciting Article Stop it. You're, you're embarrassing they're yourself. They're saying that they're going to bring in federal marshals you're, because it's not yeah. getting handled right. Those guys have got big problems right now going on. Way bigger than Jeff Alessi and a little light. Do you understand that? There's serious <laughs> shit going on with those guys. And I don't know what it is that why they think that they got to deal with but, us when they got way, j- way, way bigger problems. Tony, come on. Stop it. Uh, your kid got caught with a laser shining in the rider's eyes. That's the bottom line. Hey, Tony, you're being paranoid here. You know, you, I think you need help. Seriously. Seriously. Uh, Bill, does Billy, Billy wants to uh, talk to Tony? Billy, what's going on, man? Billy, you there? Hello? All right. Billy's gone. Uh, our lines are full, but I don't want to take too many calls. But, Tony, come on. We, we're... Uh, uh, you, you should just fall on your sword on this one. Sorry, what? I'm sorry. What you should did just you fall, fall on your sword here. Uh, I don't understand what you're saying. Say that again? I don't uh, get that. Admit you guys are wrong. Jeff screwed up. You and Mike and Mike Genova had nothing to do with it. And, and that okay, was it. Well, like I said, what I can tell That's you right it. now from what I know today, I would say that there's a lot of evidence out there against Jeff Alessi. Okay, but again, Jeff Alessi still telling me he okay, hasn't well, done your anything. Okay, son, your son's he an idiot. done it. Your son's an you idiot. You understand? Yeah, he's an idiot. Uh, Dude, you can't say, I mean. In terms of Mike Alessi, he's Mike lying. Genova, so. and Tony Alessi, we are focused so hard on getting the bike ready and doing the best job that we can do for the race. And I want to ask you, Mathis, have you known any incidents with me for the last two to three years or our team? Or have we been nothing but solid and professional? I want to ask you that question. Uh, no, no, it's been fine. Yeah, no, no worries. Uh, nothing. Um, you came over and yelled at me, but as a, you said, no. as a friend. No, but I'm that, just saying that up ma- until the incident where I got on your case, okay? But you said up until then, we're still friends. We've been nothing but professional, hardworking group trying to do the best that we can it, do. That in doesn't this matter. Of course, you were. Everybody in the paddock, for the most part, has. That doesn't matter. And look, right. truthfully, if if my dad, who was at Washougal, he's pretty old now. 
If my dad saw me lasering a rider, he would drag me by the neck for being right. stupid. Okay, now, okay? I so that, I, 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 hey, dad, you know what? You know what? Dad, Tony, hold on a second. Tony, dad, Tony. You, I'm asking you the same question I asked Kenny Watson. What if you told your dad? You didn't do it, and the promoter's dragging you by the neck. How uh, would your dad handle it? I want to know. Tony, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to step in and say this. I know damn well. I know you good enough. If you saw Jeff Alessi doing that, you would have, you would have drug him. You would have drug him by his fucking hand. Exactly. But you, you are standing behind your kid because you, you, you're standing behind his word. So until it's proven guilty, 100 percent, nothing's going to change. Correct. Correct. Okay, let's 100%. leave it. Let's leave it at that. We respect everything you had to say, Tony. I thank you for coming. I hope to God I can see you at the races again before this year's over. We had a good battle. I'm glad Mike didn't catch my guy. One more lap, he had him. <laughs> hey, if he's not gonna beat the races, Tickle might pass him. I don't want that to happen. I want to see him beat him square <laughs> okay. if he can. All right, we gotta run. Hey, dude, Tony, if you guys don't show up, you guys had a great year, anyways. Fuck it. All right, thank you. All right, later. All right, Tony, let's see everybody. Uh, in the Great words of, radio, bro. In the words of Anchorman, that escalated fast. That was incredible. That was great radio, wasn't it? What happened? Can we talk about the, the drug ring? Oh, my phone is... There is a lot of industry people listening to this show. <laughs> what are they saying? Uh, I had a sponsor right now text me and say, screw my commercial. The show is crazy. Get a good stereo in the box, man. And always have two pair of socks. The first pair of socks is you take off. Yeah. And then you leave them next to you. Because when you drive, if you get super fired up, you put that over your, your tool oh. and you oh, Jesus. take care of yourself. No, nobody does that, oh, Kenny. Dear. Just I did. Oh, yeah, I know, besides you. So, you never okay. realize how horny you can get just driving down the freeway. It's, right? it's the vibration. The vibration of the truck. Okay, so, say horny. Especially when you have sweats on with no underwear and you have your one leg know, kicked up on the, on the dashboard. And you just start getting okay. that little vibration. Okay, so uh, have two socks, one for jerking off and one for just wearing. And make sure you don't get them mixed up. That's Kenny Watson's. Uh, Ask Kyle Lewis about that. One bro. time I did him a favor. And I heard. Put a little discharge you, you in his sock. And he, and he put it, he pulled over and we were going to eat and he put his foot and he was like, ah! <laughs> I don't know what to say. That's this show is taking a wrong turn. The weirdest thing? Yeah. Just. Um, they're referencing this, this laser gate, obviously, but. Uh, I'm going to say this. Where, it, where it's gone to now with. Uh, the things that happened after the race, the, the phone calls tonight that's turned into a drug ring, Tony Alessi's taking MX Sports down. I'm, this is easily number one. Steel City in 99, a guy, we were at Tech, and uh, a guy was hooking up a tow truck to the semi to repo it. And <laughs> one, I of was, awesome I was one of JT's awesome teams. Taking armfuls of stuff out of the semi and hucking it out. All my gear, bikes, parts, gas cans. Just onto the grass. I wouldn't care where it landed. <laughs> Buy anything I could grab before the guy could hook it up and start dragging it away so I could race the next day. You, Me wow. and my dad both. Just everything we could possibly grab. Like a Titanic. Like a Titanic is going down. Yeah, like save everything. Whatever we could possibly need the next day, we were just hucking it out onto the lawn. God, you've ridden some for some great teams. I walked by a security guard. He goes, let me see your pass. And it was the old day where it was a fell pass. It was like a long one. No. And I, you know, thing hung down, yeah. you know, like six inches. And I showed it to him, and I flung it around my back. Right. And I took like two steps, and the dude grabbed it and pulled on it and like choked me. And I turned around and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, you know the right pass. What are you going to do about it anyways? And I just freaking hucked him. And as soon as I pushed him, someone came behind me and C-clamped me.
around my throat. And I was like trying to fight the guy. And some guy was on my leg. So I like kind of like tried to flip this guy over my shoulder. And when I did, he flew and he landed on top of a bike rack. And as soon as I did that, there was like five or six dudes that are just jumping over the, the sides of the barriers, and they all had these blue jackets on. And but the race was over, so all the riders yeah, yeah. were riding through the tunnel. <laughs> I couldn't even hear. And all of a sudden, there, there were cops. There were full-on <laughs> cops, and the guy that grabbed me was a cop. So they just freaking manhandled me. I, wore, I was there that night. What, Atlanta? No, it was no. Tampa. They yeah, worked me. I was me. there. That, that was the rumor was that Watson, yeah, got beat up and arrested. I got beat up and arrested, and I went to jail for three days oh, wow. in Tampa, and I was in the stall next to Daryl Strawberry. Ah, oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> JT, are you sponsored by True Religion, or do you actually go out and buy those? <laughs> that's a good one. No, I have receipts for those. <laughs> what about your affliction shirts? I don't wear affliction, <laughs> that's for sure. Rapid fire. Rapid fire? Rapid fire. Is the Terminator lens laser proof? You don't have the balls to put laser proof on your next uh, X brand ad. <laughs> By the way, we talked nothing about Washugo race, the actual race itself. Play radio, bro. Show 140. Uh, she's their second time in studio. She's uh, was at Millville on the weekend. Kelly Stavis. Kelly, what's up? I feel like I was just here. You're calling me too much. Oh, yeah, I'm calling you too much and him not enough. Well, well, look at you and look at him. No. No. <laughs> right away, this show's not going to be as good as last week's show. It's just not possible. Unfortunately, Mike just wasn't up for it, and, you know, that's his call. I, I don't agree. I think for his own sake he should have yeah. apologized for even not even being involved. But just Yeah, I don't think anybody thinks at this point that Michael Leslie had anything to do no. with it. Yeah. Right. I don't. I don't get that right. feeling at all. I just feel like it just needed to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And and all you can do is get people's empathy. We're a very forgiving society. I think right. we've learned that through our politicians over the years. <laughs> Celebrities. The best thing and, yeah, you can do, right. yeah, is say, "Hey, I'm sorry. I w- my brother screwed up, and I have no right. ill will. I had no part of it. Yeah. Done. Move on." And everyone would move on. But when you don't do that, it. Let's everyone else speak for you. That's exactly it. At some point, he'll have to answer for it. I like the shot of him on the starting line, you know, when you guys were discussing it. Right. He just buried his head. He's just, he's just I, I don't want anything to do with it. God, You yeah. know? I, I mean. I feel for the guy. Yeah. And that's why I really wish he had talked, because I think he could have gotten a lot more empathy from people. Mathis, I uh, wanted to see if the video of Coons assaulting Jeff Alessi ever showed up. <laughs> MX Sports is done. Uh, no, I don't think it did. I don't think it did. Um, I don't think there's a video of it. I just don't. I think Tony, yeah, Tony said there was a video. He did. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times. Yeah, I don't think there was a video of it. He's been gone for two or three years. Yeah. Kelly, there was a grown man who, who wore a camouflage, uh, a camouflage outfit. You couldn't see his face. He had a, he had a chainsaw with the blade taken off. He had a wagon yeah. with uh, different stuff or in the wagon. Or a mule that even had hydraulics on oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got yeah. a mule one year. Yeah, yeah, with stereo speakers and the whole nine. Yeah, he was, yeah. And he li- and he, he was the whoop monster. And he, and he, and he lived, lived in the whoops every, 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 uh, every year. He was in the whoop section. But then he started getting, like, too, too big too fast be- because he was asking for sponsorship. He wanted all these companies to sponsor him. Yeah. And I think once they said, hey, no. Right. He got pissed, and he's never been back since. The contract we have uh-huh. is uh, I must bring him a Starbucks okay. every Saturday morning. Uh, small soy latte. Really? Um, yep. Um. Now, where did you find this Starbucks for this past Saturday morning, I'd like to know? Well, it, there was one in my hotel. 
It was closed. Right. Then there was one close by. It was closed. Right. Caribou coffee. I had to do oh, caribou. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sub. Gotcha. Yeah, I had to sub. And he said it was a breach of contract. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I'm out. I'm out. My lawyer will be calling you. <laughs> they have the stickers coming off. Yeah. So. He said Stewart got the, got a bonus point for winning the first moto. When that, that's totally not even yeah, not even right. Yeah, there's you know, no bonus 20, points. 25 yeah. and 20 is 45. 22 and 22 is 44. There's no bonus not points. Not that hard to figure we, out. Weege is an idiot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> never. He's, he's ruining the sport. Uh, Stop it. it. <laughs> <laughs> nice guy. I thought he was your friend, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Danny said, if you watch Moto 1 pre-race starting gate interview with Villapoto with Aaron, the bigger boobed girl, you can see the laser going across his helmet on, onto the blue background when he says the shadows come into play later in the afternoon. Then the laser appears on Grant's mechanic's neck as Aaron walks behind him and over to Dungey. At the end of Dungey's interview, there are some green flashes that appear to be coming from Dungey's silver helmet. Uh, Mike said, hey, Steve, Jeff is going to elbow you in your face. Who the hell says that? Not punch or kick, but elbow. (laughs) Is he going to come off on the top turnbuckle and Uh give you a Hulkster? Mike. Yeah, I agree. Who says that? Like, if you're really mad, you're like, I'm going to elbow you in the face. (laughs) What? I'm going to kick your ass. You must have really pissed him off, He doesn't want to break his hand. Use your elbows. Ah, <laughs> look at you. You're such, hey, a, you're such street, a fighter. He's a street tits fighter. is always thinking. Right. Yeah, Tits, yeah. street fighter. He, yeah. Yeah. He's okay. MMA. Did you pull a sticker hey, off your helmet? I'm getting pretty close to it because my coffee sucked this weekend. <laughs> Dude, come on. Caribou's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Dude, my coffee was terrible. It's like, it was like, you're, I don't know, it was just gasoline, basically. Like, it wasn't even a good soy latte. Like, I mean, if I'm running the sticker, I expect, like, to have, like, a fancy coffee. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I mean, going like I, I can't control the quality of it. Like I'm not even sure it was legitly coffee. It could have been like somewhat like gasoline, maybe a little hey. bit of dog crap. Like I'm not really sure what exactly. What it I'll was. tell you what it was. It was whole shot coffee. Oh, there we go. maybe you just had to go to the bathroom so bad you like, you you just had the whole shot and get out of there. I don't know. If you would have gave me proper coffee, I probably wouldn't have finished as bad. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe, maybe that's it. I think he's doing it as well. So I think that that's even. Uh, Cool. If you if you hold shot, you have a very good chance to win. Unlike this weekend. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Kelly, why do you hate Jeremy Martin? Well, I, he just didn't rub me the right way. <laughs> whoa! I didn't whoa, like his hell. hair. No, it's live TV, and believe me, I've I've got a producer yelling at me. One question, get you on to the next. Her. So uh, it's certainly nothing against Jeremy Martin, who yeah. I was stoked to talk to on the podium. But, yeah, there's a dude yelling in your ear. Move on, move on. Yeah, right? you got. You just got to get through it. I mean, we got to. We're trying to get through as many people as we can. There's, there's certainly no one I dread interviewing. But there are guys, there are writers who are a Blake little Baggett. bit more savvy than others. Blake Baggett gives you nothing. I mean, not his fault. Yeah. He just doesn't. He doesn't Sometimes. give much. Yeah. He doesn't make a lot of eye contact. But and he, Marvin Muskan doesn't know when to stop. Yeah, Marvin is a bit tough. But Marvin, the beauty about him is it'll only ever be one question because he <laughs> more than takes up his allotted amount of time. Right, right. So, and I've, I don't know if you saw last season, but I actually had to pull the mic from him at, the, <laughs> at Lake Elsinore at the finals. Yeah. It was the worst. I've never had to do that yeah, yeah. ever you're, in my career. You're, and, do, you're done, buddy. You're yeah, done. And, and my producer's just screaming at, oh, my God. God, pull the mic, pull the mic. And, and it is the worst position to be in. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, Marvin. We're going to have to leave it there. I think you're actually asking very little of him to put his sticker on your helmet when you're right? pulling whole shot after whole shot. And that's it for Kelly Savage. Thanks for coming by. <laughs> I feel like you bring the class level up in here a lot. Because oh. I feel like you bring me down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah, I just 
Be careful when you leave because tits will elbow you in the face. If you look back at your farewell year, what would you have done differently in 2012? Uh, One. Quit a year earlier. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire in some... Can I have some pap with some rapid fire questions? Did you ever do the Saparitis fast cross? I never did, but Rollerball got third there in 87. Wow. Okay. Why don't you go somewhere else besides Rollerball? I'm just saying, How like... How about, hey, is it was it cool there or something else? Uh, God, Berlue, you're making me cry. No, doubt. The most chick-related drama. They don't have to be oh, current, man. just in general. There's no, way I, there's no way I can answer that. Uh, I, I'm gonna have to play the fifth. Yeah, well, yeah. There's no way to not get me in trouble on that. I can't answer that. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I. Do... Oh, okay. It's probably a photo uh, somewhere, or we took it down. Did now. you pull a lot of puss? Then? Always, bro. Really? That's, I, I was wondering. Yeah. yeah, they called me King Poontang. Yeah, that was King my name. Gotcha. KP. King Putin. Right. Right. There were there were things that went wrong that weren't supposed to go wrong with that bike. That mm-hmm. you know we had a couple of riders, I think Nathan Ramsey and uh, Ryan Hughes that had tested that bike for a couple of seasons. They said it was pretty much indestructible, and yeah. and then Ricky got on it, and we had some things happen that, <laughs> I mean, maybe one more lap and it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. You know, it was uh, there. Like I said, there's a lot of luck. It goes into winning championships too. Weird things happen. I mean, it was definitely, definitely a, like I said, you need luck on your side. The first thing we had happen was a chain came off at Anaheim, and the only reason we could figure out there was no damage to the chain. The chain wasn't loose. That there was nothing wrong with anything except that we ended up changing the chain guide so that it had more engagement, feeding the chain on the sprocket more so that the chain couldn't be fed off the side of the sprocket. We just figured, the only thing we could figure is that, you know, he went into the sand section right before the chain came off and got Mm -hmm. a little squirrely and kind of hopped sideways and maybe off the throw, and the chain just popped off one of those weird things. Then we had an issue where uh, the other rider on our team uh, coming into the outdoor season needed a, a large fuel tank. And we only had one left at Suzuki, a brand-new large one. Well, mine was in perfect shape from the year before, and I said, you know what, we're getting new fuel tanks here in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a couple of weeks behind, so I'll just use mine from last year. We finished every moto last year. It's going to be fine this year. And uh, we'd been checking fuel uh, up to that point, and the, the race in Texas was extremely hot and the fuel ended up just boiling out of the thing. The first moto, we had enough to go two more laps, and the second moto, we were almost two laps short, so we almost lost four laps worth of fuel. And, you know, Ryan said it was spraying him. He could feel it spraying him on his chest and on his face, and it was just really unfortunate, you know, same fuel tanks and same everything, and we ran out of fuel, and then we had an issue with some of these new bikes. Uh, We call it a no-start issue where... After you wash them, sometimes they will not fire. Well, we were at Southwick. Ryan had won the first moto, and we had the bike running for the second moto, and Ryan came up to talk to me to tell me, I forget what, you know, at that point, what what he came up to talk to me about, and I shut the bike off, talked to him for a second. We were all ready to go. You know, I had my fanny pack on, radio on. Everything was ready to go. Went to go start the bike, and it would not start. And we ended up changing every electrical component on that thing, Sending them all back, having everyone evaluated, and not one thing was found wrong with any of them. And really? every one of those wow. components, every one of those components ran on a on a practice bike. It's just 
Wow. Like I said, you definitely need luck. Yeah, the girl walked up to me. He's like, hey, I got tits on the phone. Do you want to talk to tits? <laughs> and when you're at the beer tent at Loretta's, you're pretty much, of course, you're looking to talk to tits. <laughs> but I didn't realize it was nice. TL. Right, right. Uh, there I am on the air. It's like only my third appearance on the show, I think, ever. So well done, Gump. MX Sports is done. Can you, can you pass that on? Wait, go say that again. Okay, hold on. Davy Coombs is beating up your kid. Is eating off of my chin? <laughs> Some guy came up and said, I want you to ride the mechanical bull. And I'm like, I can't do it. I'm really bad at it. I tried it in New Orleans once. I got pitched off like three times instantly. And he said, F you, man. I thought you were cool. Bravo on the tablecloth video. Bra- <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. still want to see. I, that. I really, you haven't I'm, seen it? Pretty, oh, no. I'll show it to you. You guys had to tell Aussie, Aussie, because he was freaking out, right? Yeah, well, because it was we were at Bud's Creek Building and uh, <laughs> we were joking about it. You know, we were like, we gotta do something, you know. And and so um, Shane, truck driver Shane, um, we were all me and him were like kind of like talking about it, or whatever, and trying to figure out what to do. And so there's these guys, you know, we have these kids, and everybody has them that comes around and they. Hang out, and you see him every year. You know, right, right. they come to the truck and hang out. So we had one of those, one of those guys. He's super cool from Bud's Creek, and uh, we had him call his buddy over. We took the two remaining tablecloths, and and Shane stood in the back with a little ski mask on, and and they and, and then we we wrote a little ransom note, which I thought was really made made the video even better, having him read it off the little piece of paper, right. and then uh, saying that they demanded all this crap in order to get the tablecloths back. So and you, then we posted it. We posted it on the on the kid's Instagram and tagged Dave in it, but he didn't see it till like the next day. We're like, "Damn it, dude! What happened? Like he doesn't believe it, or what's going on? Why hasn't right, he said anything?" Right, right. So, so Shane's like, "Hey, Dave, did you see the video of the kids with the the ransom note and the and the the tablecloths?" And uh, Dave's like, "No, where?" And so we're like, "Oh, bitching." <laughs> so then he sees it. And he's just freaking out, and he's telling, he's calling Guy B vital, you know, and like trying to figure out how he's going to nail these kids down, and, <laughs> and like all this shit. And then, and then he starts calling Shane and, and saying that he's going to do like he's he's calling, he's going to get these kids arrested or something, and all this crap. And uh-huh. finally, it got to the point where, where Shane just had to tell him, "Dude, it's just we're just we're just jacking with you, dude. It's just uh-huh. a joke." So went to Jet Ford Racing, and um, you know, just after being down there for a day, and there was a team meeting, and. There was just a lot of uh, surprises that I kind of heard whispers of and rumors, and but yeah. you know how our sport is. Rumors are yeah. like you can't, you don't know whether to believe them or or what. Right. So uh, I don't know. I just kind of, I just my gut was telling me that it wasn't going to work out the way we were promised it was going to work out, and it was a scary time for me. I felt because it was October, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't know. You know, I, did, I I thought that if Dean were to find out what I was feeling, it was going to be too late. It, you know, in the maybe it was going to be November, maybe it was going to be December. Yeah. And by that time, you know, my position that pro circuit would have been filled, and and it was kind of like uh, I had to make a move for best injuries of myself and my family, and you know, yeah. so uh, I went back to pro circuit, and wow. uh, Blake's mechanic had left for Geico, Sean, and. Um, they said that, uh, or Mitch told me I'm going to work for Blake at Monster Cup, and that's how it started. And then, um, yeah, just been with Blake since then. And okay, even, so- you know, I was with Blake before uh, Ian came back to the team. I, 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 I don't know when he came back, but yeah. after the Jeff Ward deal, Falcon, so, you know, he came uh, back to PC. 
So you're there for a day. You call Mitch back and go, can I, can I come back? And he goes, are you joking? Or like, how did that how did take me through that phone call? Uh, I just, I, I just drove back to PC and <laughs> you're like, and, hey guys, uh, I was just he kidding. Was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, oh, I quit. And uh, he's like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, uh, I, was, I don't think the deal's going to work out. It seems, yeah, it's just, yeah, you know, I don't know. And he was like, yeah, well, I'd love to have you back. And oh, really? Okay, yeah, yeah. So and, he wasn't, and that, yeah, and that, yeah, and that was that. Timmy and I won Summercross. Timmy and I won uh, Bud's Creek First Moto. I mean, we won heat races. Did you teabag him? No, oh, I did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> just curious. JT and chicks are very like a picky. very weird deal. <laughs> no one has quite figured it out. The years from now, the um, the the people who settle come and discover and study our society will wonder what happened with JT and chicks. <laughs> Maybe three more weeks or something. I'll get Alrighty. ready. Yeah. Yeah, I ever told you you're my favorite mechanic. Really? Yeah. Thanks, bud. I appreciate it. You know. You're the only mechanic he knows. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's true. But you need some right. work on your bike? Is that why you're saying nope. that? <laughs> Show 141. It sucks because, like, I know it was an accident. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like he was yeah. going to come in I'm there deliberately. Get, yeah. He's like, I'm going to get his rear brake pedal. Right. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I know it was an accident, and, you know, it happens, but the whole thing just sucked. How mad were you that Vicky Golden got third in best whip? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I was mad. Is I was just, like, <laughs> laughing. Well, like, I believe serious? you texted me that this was the biggest travesty, and I don't know what you compared it to. Maybe since... The Nazi Germany occupation. Yeah, it was it was something something atrocious. I, I know it was it was a a crime against humanity. I know that right, was, that was right. in one of my texts for right. sure. So I'm like, okay, well, Mason's pretty cool. He seems like he's taking this pretty cool. I would have been steaming. So JT, I, I said, hey, let's get biting on the show. Mason's not quite ready for that. Yeah, he's not quite ready for that. Could you imagine how I would be reacting? <laughs> <laughs> there would be chairs flying in the pits. It would be pandemonium. Oh, right in LA. Justin Brayton, gold medal winner, doing something that Mike Mason was not able to do. Come on, man. Who <laughs> takes her throttle hand off? I don't know. I mean, Dude, seriously. I, I was hammered in the stands because I drank all day, you know, because I was pretty mad. <laughs> so I was kind of seeing double, and I saw her hand come off, and wow, that looked weird. And then she crashed, and I just started dying. Poor, uh, is, is, poor is, Megan is Rutledge. Is the throttle hand off really that big of a deal? Yes. Obviously. Look yeah. what happened. Well, oh, yeah. Front no, wiper yeah, down, dude. You had to scrape general, it up. in general, like, you know, guys do no-handers. It's not like it's taking the, the throttle hand off. It's no, a problem. But, she just was not ready. And Well, she she overjumped the jump, too. She OJ'd. And, yeah. So she went. She endowed because her hand, you know what I mean? She started endo anyway. Anyway, but if she had her hand on, she could have panic grabbed and yeah. brought it back. Yeah. And then she overjumped it on top of that, <laughs> and it was just, yeah, just went, it went to shit in a hurry. I uh, oh, I hate so to, to laugh at this. It was pretty funny. Yeah, we might as well laugh. But to me, the shot of her in the pits with the mascara yeah. running. <laughs> hashtag women's moto problems. You'll be back. Maybe. What do you mean, maybe? I don't know. I think I'm getting too old for this kind of stuff, dude. No, you're not too old to win money. All right, Dad. Okay. Jason Thomas on the line. Uh, Jerry, where's Fly Racing? The Fly Racing crew hooked them up, got on, got on that train. Yeah, well, I mean, it was a cool story, you know? Yeah. Obviously wanted to, wanted to help the guy out. All my dreams shattered. Well, listen, if it, if it helps you at all, Biden's gear for the step-up was hideous. You didn't like that? No. Yeah, me either. <laughs> if, that helped at, if that helps at all, yeah. take some of the pain away. <laughs> Soften the blow. Yeah. Totally, yeah. I feel way better <laughs> knowing that he didn't have cool gear. And Halen here on the Pulp and Mix Show. Some run around. We're live in Las Vegas. Mason. How are you enjoying the Canadian football? Football's good. This music's terrible. Okay, you know what? What? Door is downstairs to your left. Tits, don't congratulate him on the X Games gold. Just put him through. Hey, uh, Justin, uh, congratulations on it. Nobody cares. Just over there. Put him like through. BFS. Put him through. 
Nobody cares. They just told me Mason's in studio, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah Mason's right here. I'm sitting here getting picked on. It's awesome, man. Having fun. Dude, I was so bummed for you. Just saying. Yeah, that's right, because I was pumped for you, so it kind of evens out, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you should have raced the, the Moto X. We could have diced it out for gold. Oh, Regret yeah. some AX skills. Yeah, I'd still be getting picked out of the wall. There's a reason I didn't do that. Well, congratulations on doing something that Mason couldn't. Bringing home the gold. I'm out of here. <laughs> Can you imagine, Brayton, preparing your whole year for, you know, that one event. you got all this money on the line. You're the king of your sport. And that happens to you. It's just got to be crushing. I see both sides. I see what you're saying, Mathis. That would be really hard. But then again, from an outsider looking in, that good attitude is like, I'm sure from all your sponsors, fans, like everyone was probably pretty pumped to see to see how you treated it. Yeah. That could be, he could never, he could maybe never win another gold. I mean, let's face it, McGrath probably never thought he would lose, not, never win another Supercross after Ricky beat him. You know, that one year at Anaheim. Bro, I'm right here. Oh, okay. Hey, what's up? I haven't left. I don't know why you're doing this. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Mason, you've probably been on SportsCenter. Yeah. Streaking at a baseball yeah, game. Yeah, all over SportsCenter. What? I was streaking at a baseball game one time. Got on SportsCenter. Naked. <laughs> Are you, did you just make that up or for real? Of course I made that up. Jesus. I got a small ween, dude. I ain't getting out there naked and showing off. Wow. <laughs> apparently, apparently your ween is all out there for anybody to see by judging by your comment about yeah. dog shots a while back. Yeah, for sure. It's um, definitely out there. Mason? I'm not telling you no more. I'm done oh, talking. Stop it. I was Just because you didn't win gold, and I didn't put that tweet out, by the way. Hey, Don't do get you, mad at me. Do you want to know what number Don't I get am? mad at me for that tweet that says, we have X Games gold medal winner Justin Brayton on the line right now. He won something, and Mike Mason didn't. Don't be mad. That was that guy. Okay. That guy, you're fired. I can't wait to go. How much longer is this show? It feels like it's taking forever today. <laughs> no, you're, you're my favorite co-host. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, we had a four-man minibike race. I was clearly the second fastest behind Brayton. Yeah. On X, what on a minibike? They were 110s? True, true story. 110s? I can't I see you on, on a minibike. 100s, maybe? They know. were bigger. Like, 110s, yeah. Bigger. Like a CR500? No, no. Was your minibike? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they were on 110s. I was on a CR500. <laughs> I was wondering how you felt about what happened because I, I know you guys are friends, but like, that's kind of like your, you know, what you live off of every year. Yeah, yeah it I is. Wondering. No, hey Brandon, he prepares all year for one race, and I mean, it all went up the flame. It just was a giant disaster. Yeah. You know, on the first lap from his buddy. Test check. We, we need check, him. Check test test. Hey, we need to get a, another guy in here. Okay. Uh, you and the dudes or what? Yeah, this is getting weird. Now I feel like I'm in the wrong <laughs> circle. Sausage party. Uh, can, your shop, can your nickname be Dongshot? Someone wants to know in the chat room. I'm down. Really? You, would, you take... would run Dongshot yeah, on the back yeah. of your pants? Oh, yeah. Wow. Dude, I've actually been taking it easy on those, though. <laughs> you, know that's, you know that's Mathis's uh, recommended like opening line, right? No, what? no, no, no. Not, he wants a Dongshot from me? No, not opening line. But early in the relationship with a girl or early in the talks with a chick, you want to find out, you know, you, you don't want to waste time. None of us want to waste time. No. Find out early whether you're in, and the way you do it is with a dong shot. And she's in or out after yeah. that, you know. Plus, you want, like, you want her to send one back so that you know what you're dealing with because I want out if that's I don't want any up. chick to send me a dong shot. No, no, I'm talking her <laughs> private. Her, okay. husband, her husband's or whatever would work, I guess. No, you guys... No. You guys go the wrong way on everything. I'm saying... <laughs> we just trade. need more dudes in here. You take you into the bedroom... You know, you don't got to worry about dropping it or, or anything like that. So, um, anyway, they're great cases. They're great. They're great. They're great. That's all I can say about them. JT likes it even though he hasn't really used it. JT, did you know that Tits uh, got a job at Optrix? 
I did not. Oh, yeah, marketing. Marketing director of Optrix now. Really? Oh, yeah, marketing manager. Manager. Wow. Dreams can't come true. <laughs> what are you doing here? Only in America, folks. legit, yeah. Find a product you really like. Uh-huh. Talk about it extensively. Mm-hmm. On, on you some... too can become the marketing director. Yeah, like I'm hoping Apple's calling me any day now because right. I really like the iPhone. I, I'm batting 100 on this. By the way, you know, I got in on the on this Pulpamex show gig. You know, I was just a fan. Right. Got you to go, you know, to lunch with me, and yeah. then all of a sudden I land a job here. Yep. I do the same thing with. I was Optrix. a birthday present for Tits. Okay, Tits. Let me ask you this. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. You got Optrix to come on the show because uh-huh. you love their products so yes. much. Uh, and. I, out of the kindness of my heart, uh-huh. just like I did with Kent, yes, I gave you half of the money that they pay. That's correct. Right. Because I'm a good guy like that. You, you brought it to you, me. 100%. So now, do I get half of your marketing money because you got the job because you spoke about it on this janky radio show? I so do wanna, you feel like I, I should get half your salary? That, that 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 was a direct correlation. I'm oh sure, really? I'm sure oh really? Yes. You I'm don't sure think you got the optics job because of what goes on on this show? No. JT, can I get a ruling, please, on that? Uh, I do not think you should get half of the money. No, but do you, you think Tits got the marketing job because of this show? Oh, uh, of course. Okay, thank you. No. Thank you. It's because I pump the stuff like crazy. Where? Where do you yeah, pump on it? The show. On Twitter, yeah. Oh, and where do you, where do you get all those followers account. from? How many followers would Tits <laughs> Legendary have if it wasn't for the Pulp of Probably show? Probably like 130. Okay, if so, that. so how many do you have now? The pumping is concrete. Are you listening to this, JT? I, I'm, I, both of his names are genitals, Peter and Tits. I don't know why anyone hasn't gotten into this, but you might want to tell Tits to tone it down on the I'm going to chloroform you, put you in my rape van, and wake you up on an operating table look. That's the look you have. Now that Pulp Mix is getting big and has a show pro and some more coverage of the video type, you guys need to clean this shit up. I know that as you read this email, Tits is looking at my IP address, planning his next kill, but we need to get out this out there. Now that Tits has lost Dungey, I feel like he's evolving much like the serial killers and all the good shows out there. Keep an eye on him because this shit is only going to escalate. A concerned fan. When Sammy joined Van Halen. Here we go. I don't even know if I can listen to this. David Lee left. Yep. Sammy joins Halen. One of the things he wrote about in his book was he said, hey, I got to get equal share in this band. Because I'm lead singer and I'm vocalist and I'm going to be writing stuff. And they did it. The brothers gave him equal share. Then they later on screwed Michael Anthony, and that's why Michael Anthony's not in the band anymore, or one of the reasons. Nobody cares. I know that I don't have the look of a lead singer, <laughs> okay. of somebody you want to you know, see on this stage. This should get interesting. But <laughs> uh, You look a little bit like John Popper. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, this is a, you know, a little odd. He's a soaker. And, uh, and yeah. That's, that's the first thing JT chimes in is somebody talks about soaking. JT does like that. Does. I thought it was funny. <laughs> Tits, you were going to not do the object steal because of Cryer? No comment. (laughs) (laughs) um. Sounds like Peter's only giving him the shaft. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He ain't winning Unidoa. He he just wants to get through Unidoa and have a good day. I'm with you. If he gets gets on the podium, I'm laying on my back and I'm pissing on myself. Oh, Ooh, fantastic. Rain. Take video of it. <laughs> Let's get a video of it. Prove it. Take video. <laughs> Sounds like you're going to a great rain. day to war right. today. <laughs> JT, please. The, 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 the floor is yours. All right. So I have... Uh... No. No. Oh. No. All right. I thought Pookie was there. No. Okay. Go ahead. No. No. The floor is yours to, to say it, what you love to say after that intro. Nah, I'm good. Got to keep him guessing. Rapid fire.
That's what I meant. <laughs> Rapid fire. Rapid fire. What is the most prestigious race to win outside of the motocross, supercross, GP series, and the designations? <laughs> Really narrowed it down. <laughs> what? What yeah. is that? Okay. You not counting the motocross or supercross oh or the GPs or the destination. <laughs> what is the most prestigious race to win? Can I get like a CMRC Golden State? But you I'm don't saying, like Travis because you have tattoos and <laughs> he's, he's a dork and he's the he doesn't get any. You guys just put words in my mouth. He doesn't get right any there. poontang and you get it all. And he married one woman, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. why you don't I like him. It. I don't oh, that's like why Tits hates him, because he married only <laughs> yeah, one woman. He, he married a woman. Oh. <laughs> tits dropped a bomb on me during the commercial, JT. Not sure, okay. if, he, not sure if he can come back next year. May, really? He may have a life-changing experiences. Yeah, I, I said... Not because you don't like it. No, yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely right, not. Right. I said, if I'm still here living in Vegas but he, next year, yeah, but he, I will be back. What sport did Legend of X Games Biker Sherlock compete in? Biker Sherlock. Who can forget Biker Sherlock from the very first Nailed X Games? It. There's two people in that room, Nailed I promise it. you. <laughs> uh, no, Tits has got it. The way, Nailed the way it. he Nailed it. Time's up, Pookie. 100%. No, time's up, Pookie. Okay, well, I don't know it anyway, so it doesn't really matter, Okay, Pookie it? says big air. <laughs> Way to narrow it down. <laughs> you, you. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Shut up, well, to be fair, his name is Biker, so maybe. <laughs> I can't talk. Oh man! <laughs> I think this is the first time I've ever seen you laughing so hard that you, you've lost What's... composure. <laughs> you've done it! Congratulations, Pookie! Oh, you have cracked Steve God. up. <laughs> hey, you should turn the GoPro around so people can see this. Oh, big air! Big air! <laughs> Whatever Tiz put wins. What X Games thing did he compete in? Street Luge. Street Luge. Street Luge. Well, we laid out on a skateboard. Luge. No, but he was sort of like, I mean, yeah. Tiz probably didn't watch Street Luge either, but no, I it's like that. everyone, the guy was like. It's the farthest thing away from Big Air. <laughs> they never come off <laughs> the ground. Right, right, right. Never, yeah. Someone in the chat room says, oh, no, no, offense, no offense to Mason, but who gives a fuck about the X Games? So, Jeez, dude. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, his name's uh, Heart, Heartbreak. Spelled wrong. Uh-oh. <laughs> is it H A R T? Because it could be Carrie. No, yeah, it could be. It's definitely Carrie. <laughs> it's Carrie it's, it's working in the Pulpomex chat room. Uh, <laughs> I know. Hart, if, if there's one thing Hart does, it's go in the chat room on Monday nights. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the first time I've ever seen you lose your composure. That's pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, not even when I was going to get elbowed in the face. No. I didn't lose no, composure. You, but Biker Sherlock, it. big air. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. You were crying, dude. dude. But you to be terrorize. fair, that was a pretty good guess because she could have got it. You know, It's just like Mason the, said. Yeah. It was one of the worst guesses I've ever heard. Yes, yes. Like life. you can, like <laughs> that is the complete wrong answer. Yeah. Show one forty two. Ryan Villapoto going to get surgery after the last national. Going to miss the motocross nations. Wow. If he misses the nations and comes back at Monster Cup, ooh, you can tell where his priorities are. That's what oh, I was going to say. Ooh, yeah. Well, it is the title sponsor. Yeah, Monster. Yeah. He's Monster guy. I could understand him getting some criticism for that. <laughs> yeah. If he misses Monster Cup, then hey, whatever. You know? Yeah. Uh, that's fine. You but, better keep your day job, Steve. No, I, I will. I will. Okay. Um, my day do- job of talking shit on riders is still s- secure. Tits, the new producer, will probably be realize that he doesn't have Wyndham's number at the beginning of his show and let me know. Yeah, he probably will. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. You won't miss me then. Tits is strive for excellence. It's awesome. It's great. I'm actually out to Vegas next week for a deal for Showy. Uh, plan on going to Elsinore, trying to hit a spy ride day, doing a charity event for some wounded warriors here in uh, Kentwood uh, here in a couple of weeks, a, a local track in Louisiana. Okay. And uh, just all kind of stuff, man. It's been some fun opportunities to – you know, kind of give back a little bit in the way of some ride days and charity stuff that's going on, which is kind of fun. Yep. But, uh, you know, just kind of struggling with what's next, where to go from here, talks with, uh, you know, Feld and some of those guys about keeping me around Supercross, being involved with my team in some way, just just all kind of things going on. And I think, as you could probably imagine, for me, when you first retire, there's probably a lot of opportunities that come across. Yeah. And it would be easy to jump at the first one, but uh, just got to make sure that they're the right decision uh, as as we move forward. Hey, tell me what he should have done, or tell me what you would have done. And I understand yeah. he's got a lot of relationships. He, you know, he's got a lot of things going on. And for you, the same deal. It would be tough for you. Well, look, I've I've interviewed people about five times in my life, <laughs> and uh-huh. you go and you talk crap on them because you think that's what they're going through. Uh-huh. Try to get that next interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It becomes yeah. very difficult to get another interview, amazingly, all of a sudden. Yeah. No, I, I've been there. You know, there's a, some people that don't won't, won't talk to me. You know what I mean? And it's, what can you do? I try to report an opinion and my side, and sometimes yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't I, matter. Well, <laughs> I've, I've seen some footage of you trying to ask some questions and get answers and stuff just recently. <laughs> yeah. Tuned yeah. into the Pulp Show a couple of weeks ago. I, I know what oh, you guys are did, did you hear that one? That was, uh, that was an epic one. <laughs> Uh, how are you? How are you getting along with retirement? One of my questions here Dude, for it, you. How is it? It, it sucks. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. It, I, I really, I, I don't like it at all. Um, I call uh, my team almost weekly, and I, <laughs> I tell them I'm coming back, and they're like, <laughs> right. you're, "You're not serious, are you?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they always say they always throw that out there, and um, you know. I, I'm glad I'm not crashing. That's a big plus in my life. I, I haven't crashed since I retired. Mm-hmm. I haven't crashed in 2013. That's a huge success for me. Right, right. And, uh, you know, things are going well. I'm keeping myself busy, but it's just, it just hasn't been as rewarding, and it's, it's uh, something that I'm struggling with. But then you always have the reality of, like, okay, yeah, I can yeah. come back. I can make a comeback. Dude, I don't want to run with those guys no more. I mean, it, it took me like it took me like three weeks to watch TV and go, Holy shit! These these guys, <laughs> these guys are doing something special. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, two weeks into my retirement, I'm like, oh man, I could do that with my eyes closed. Turn off the lights. We'll do a transfer right here. We'll do this. We'll do that. All right. But now I'm looking at it like, dude, these guys are gnarly. What was the biggest perk of flying private, despite all the money you burned through? Uh, just having it right there whenever I wanted to go, wherever I wanted, getting home whenever I wanted. It was it was sick. Like, it was so much fun. <laughs> that was one of the things that it's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Dude, I, when I would get to my house at 1030 after a national and go, dude, I'm sorry. Them, them uh, poor folks are driving to Pittsburgh right now. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, like, rolling in my bed. Like, oh, uh, man, it was so nice. I did it with uh, Castillo. Yeah. Flew from Indy Supercross back to Orange County. I, I, I've, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's a, it's a life-changing experience. I can see the rock stars. It, it is a life-changing yeah. experience. It's, it's changed every one of my kids' lives. Like, <laughs> none of them are going to college now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it literally changed everybody's life. My mom told him to go take out the trash can one morning here at the house. <laughs> 
he was walking back and saw like a sprinkler jacked in the field. Uh-huh. So anyway, went went and looked at that, and then for some reason he went to go pick up this pallet that was next to the field, and there was like a huge bee's nest under there, like wasp nest. So it freaked him out. And he turned around to sprint, and then he just spun out in his cowboy boots and then just smashed his arm. Oh God! <laughs> no way! Yeah, and then and then pulled the bone like or pulled the screw out that was existing in there. Oh, broke that piece in half, and then like. It was like bloody murder, dude. It was like blood all the way up to the house. My mom freaked wow. out. Like I was walking down the stairs, like in my underwear, so, you know, for breakfast. Oh. And there's this huge commotion. It was wild. Oh, Johnny T, give us some dirt on Zach Osborne. What? What? What's his deal? What? 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 I'm actually surprised he's surviving right now at the races because his wife isn't there anymore. Because she, uh, oh, he's got a nursing job going. So oh, I haven't seen her. Yeah, That's right. Uh, yeah. Oh, poor He's solo right now at the truck, so I think he, I don't know. Oh, because she makes his his drinks for him? She does it? Yeah. Yeah, makes his drinks, puts, like, his little podium legs on. There's, like, these crazy things that, like, push lactic acid out of your legs. So looks oh. like the Michelin Man upstairs, and oh. so now he's all has to do the work by himself, so, yeah. Poor Zachy Poo. That's Zach Osborne. Okay. All right. All right. He's crazy anyway. Is so. he? Yeah. Yeah, he's nuts. <laughs> but Nah, he seems like a fun guy. No, he's not. He's not? No, he's a dick. <laughs> really? Yep. She's a very nice person. I think they're common law at this point. She's a very yeah. nice person. Yeah, that's a good point. And on our Instagram, for the the week after he beat Loretta's, or beat Timmy at Loretta's, I would just, whatever she posted, even if it was a, 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 a sunset or something, I would just hit it with red, angry faces. <laughs> red, angry faces. I think she's probably like, what is this guy doing? It's really tough. What I try to do is talk, tell the truth or tell people what's happening. It's really tough to be a fan of a team that forgets to sign up a rider multiple times, yeah. doesn't make it to a race with a rider's bike when a rider spends money to get there, PJ Larson, uh, gets Yamaha support and flushes it down the toilet, causing riders to have to find rides. I'm sorry, Ridge Way or Ridge T180 Ridge. Yeah. I'm just telling the truth. Uh, Chad Sanders is a friend of mine. Probably not anymore. <laughs> But, look, it was a fucking disaster this year for them. As far as, like, tradition-wise, yeah. but as a rider, I hated it. Gotcha. Does that make any sense? No, like, I, I can understand the no, coolest factor. Look, look, tra- look tra- tra- tradition. Oh, we go around a tree. Yeah. Steve, it's, come it's on. It's tradition to go around a tree. I mean, look, it's well, not it's not. Look, you still I'm like not... Pedersen. Come on. I do. Ross, is that, tra- is that tradition? You, there is a sweet photo of Ross going by that tree chasing <laughs> George Jobay in 83. And you don't like that turn? It, I think what they did was better. Oh, okay. I think what they did was better. It looked good. I like what they we, did. We got to go around this tree. It's tradition to go around a tree. I don't have a lot of time. 1996. Okay, well, just, just cancel your story and save some time. <laughs> <laughs> this I is said a, he'd get on uh, the podium at Unadilla, and technically I wasn't wrong. He just only got on there <laughs> once, so I did lay on my back and urinated on my body. I'm not here to badmouth anybody, and I'm... I still wouldn't to this day, even after everything that happened. But, you know, basically I broke my wrist after Hangtown, mm-hmm. and I didn't I didn't know it was broken. I went and actually got it x-rayed with my trainer, and uh, they said I was good to go. So I went to Colorado, tried racing, and went to the Asterix Medical Unit. They x-rayed it, and they said, hey, your wrist is broken. <laughs> so uh, I guess Mike, he, he didn't want to believe that, that I didn't know my wrist was broken. He was saying that I knew my wrist was broken the whole time and that I wasted his time and money and blah, blah, blah. And we kind of got into it. Okay. And then 
you know, that's kind of how it all went down. And then we got into it on the phone, and I was just like, you know what, Mike, like, thank you for everything, but I got to go. We got to part ways. Did it help him to get a ride when people realized just how crazy that camp was? <laughs> yeah, you had to have been, you had to have been Jake uh, going uh, silently nodding your head a little bit at that. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. I'm not over there anymore. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, I mean, I don't, I don't wish anything bad about anybody, yeah. but def- definitely after that happened, I think, I think it was good for me because it kind of got the attention off me and that that whole big thing that had happened with me. Serial killers long for and love being in control. Little did you know, Tits is taking control in many situations and setting up for what I believe to be an all-in-one kill of the people he's identifying on your show. But before these things are revealed, let's talk about control. (laughs) Tits tracked you down and had lunch with you. Next thing you know, this weirdo is producing your show. He consistently talks to guests, presumably trying to befriend them, and behind your back, controls more than you think. I bet Josh Hill won't be back on the show because Tits keeps talking about how much he hates him. Another form of control. Tits stopped liking O'Rourke, and guess what? Where is O'Rourke? That's true. O'Rourke has gone MIA. O'Rourke has not called in. I've actually buried my beef with O'Rourke. O'Rourke has not called in. I I can't speak for that, but... Tits started giving shameless Optrix plugs left and right. And now he is the freaking marketing manager of Optrix. Other clues to Tits being a serial killer are as follows. Tits has admitted to sleeping in his truck in parking lots. (laughs) Serial killers often sit in parking lots of their prey to get their habits down. That's true. That's true. Wow. That's true, Tits. Eerie similarities, huh? (laughs) A lot of chicks get abducted in parking lots from serial killers. I thought those would be rapists, not serial killers. Either one. The crier... Says F you to tits, and he get all he gets is a short mm-hmm. Sounds like the reply of a guy who knows he will get the last laugh <laughs> as he dumps his body in the ocean. I'll give him that one. I find it hard to believe that tits is even a moto fan. Who the F doesn't know what pipe is on his bike? I would say a person who inserts himself into an industry only to one day create a bloodbath of his chosen victims. Wow. Mark my words, every person that gets tits angry will one day disappear and never be heard from again. Consider yourselves warned. Hey, did you pull that chick? What? That chick that you were working on at dinner time. <laughs> dude, I saw come on, dude. I saw you at Hangtown. Dude, I saw you at Hangtown with all those chicks. Do you remember that Mexican restaurant? No. Bullshit. After Hangtown? After the race? Or something like that? Love this no. guy. Right I don't no. Know. Hey, uh, different deal altogether. <laughs> I, you must it must have been someone else. I didn't receive a copy this weekend, and if I would have it probably would have been poop. Caribou or whatever that stuff is. JT, will you please back me up on the fact that there's no Starbucks open at Millville? Uh, Fucking donuts everywhere. I think you may have a point. No Starbucks and there's, you know, no sticker. Oh, thanks, JT. Right? Yeah, thanks. I'm not, I'm not saying that. that it's, it's like, I'm not bummed that you didn't find a Starbucks. I'm just saying, like, technically, I don't have to run a sticker at that point. I mean, I bought I bought the, the coffee in question, so I'm very aware of where it came from. Uh-oh. But, there, yeah, yeah. There's nothing. There was no Starbucks. I will say that. Actually, there was, but it wasn't open. Right. Well, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. JT, there's nothing wrong with caribou coffee. Tell them. Um, my coffee was pretty bad, but it was actually. I'm pretty sure I had like poop flavored creamer in mine. I'm not positive, but I'm like pretty positive. I went went out with them at Compet the other day. We were talking about that. Yeah, JT and his awesome training advice. Just do motos. Yeah. Well, look where JT. No, it wasn't that. What'd you say, Sinjin? Look where JT went. Yeah, I'm just kidding, JT. I bow down and kiss your feet. You're just a god. You're a moto god. something else. It ain't my feet, though.
Oh, oh, hey. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can reach down there. You're a little three, what are you, three, four feet now? Ooh, hey, easy. I'll be at Elsinore. We'll find out who's tall and who's not. All right, I'm going to stop I'm over to the truck. Oh, Pulp Omex Show, where, where everybody I wants to get in the fight. Um, I really didn't have as much trouble with off-cameras as, as I did really just with cornering. I, you know, it was just any corner in general. It's pretty much a mess for me. I like Alessi tapping whoever's next to him and wishing him good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> JT, did you ever got, JT, you ever got that? Oh, yeah. The guy says... Ask DV what it was like to be lapped by Ricky Carmichael and still get second. Ah, click. <laughs> and I'm like, you've gotten that question a few times. It's like, what about the guy, the other 37 guys, 38 guys? You should ask. Uh, oh, was my uh, thirty thousand dollar bonus I got after the race? That was good. Thanks everybody for listening to the Pulp MX Show Year in Review parts one, two, three, and four. Time for commercials. Uh, thanks to everybody for uh, coming on board with us this year. And thanks to you guys. Um, sponsored deals on pulpamexshow.com will save you money with all of our sponsors, just about all of them anyways. And uh, you guys are doing great. Everybody's pumped on the on the uh, things, they, the exposure they get from the show, and it's all because of you guys. All you jerkies are making this happen. And uh, so I thank you for that. All right, here's some commercials. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. 
from Nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. Finish warranty. Text www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 
38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Showy's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy. 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 Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Drop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Drop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Drop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, Honey Graham, Chocolate Chip Cranberry, and Blueberry. Order now by going to www.dropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-DROP today. Mention Pop MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Drop Nutrition Now. Drop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deegan, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. 
Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes app store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Mike Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the Moto Company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the Moto Company. MotoCompany.com Show 143 How old's tits? Taking a me day. I'm going to guess I'll, I'll tits be, is I'll be 31. 30. Ooh. Tomorrow, I would think that he would be uh, 14. By the way, he said he's taking a me day. They look, <laughs> they look to have some trumpets. I didn't see where they were coming from, but there were a ton of people carrying some delicious looking burritos mm. on these plates. You would see that. I mean, they were, you know, uh, wet sauce. Like uh, they were wet with the cheese and the red sauce. And I mean, these look like something out of um, Miguel's. Mm. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you took from the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Terrific burritos. I would like to go back because I saw a burrito that looked I mean, amazing. Are you guys still – is this not okay? No, it's good. I thought we were fine. What and happened? Did I do something again? This right here. Just don't – you know. No, I'm just kidding. It's all good. You, but what I, I mean, just because at, he coined a term that stuck with you for 10 years, I mean, big deal. <laughs> I'm shaking it now. Look, the guy's fit now. Maybe I, I, motiv- I spurred him on to be a better hey, human uh, being. Everything that has happened has put me where I'm at today. Making Geico money, so <laughs> right, making Geico money. Me and Factory Phil got to get right first. He brought his kid over the other day when I was at work, and and they, they it was hot. They wanted to swim in the pool. I said, you know, my wife said, cool, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, does he have a swim diaper? No, we don't have any. But he pooped this morning. Don't worry about it. Uh. Cut to twenty minutes later, and they're chasing down a big old turd out of my pool. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten a lot closer to Eli during the season like at first we you know we didn't talk or anything like that but as the season's gone on you know we've became sort of closer our bunks are across from each other in the semi we talk a lot and I that's, think that's sweet. it's definitely been um you, you stare know, at each other's junk when you're changing dude you should smell that thing <laughs> my one of my big things is throwing up on the starting line you throw up? At, like every moto. Lately, I haven't been. Like the last four motos, I've had a little bit of street going, not throwing up. <laughs> we were at Washougal, and Adam was standing there uh, behind the, right in front of the backdrop behind the gate. And I was just kind of in a, 
you know, a whatever mood. Yeah. So I went right beside Adam and just threw up right beside his boot just for <laughs> just to see what would happen. <laughs> and I looked up at him like straight in the face, just puke, <laughs> looked him in the face, and he goes, "It happens." It's <laughs> just like that's awesome. Dead flat field, big jumps. Everyone's like, "Oh, this is the sickest truck ever." <laughs> And do they, Miller do they was, talk like that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, every time I read a comment, and, that's and the voice. Okay, yeah. Tuning in. Zach Osborne, David Pingree, they've buried their beef over the snack pack thing. you got to really watch how you say that, dude. That sounds super gay. You know, well, now they're back off it, but, I mean, they did go to it. You can just say these things, Zach, on the air. You don't just <laughs> nod or whatever. People can't see you nodding. Yeah. I'm just kidding, SD. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> he wants to know, what is your the most important part of your race day schedule? Throwing up. That or at least three poops before the first practice. It was literally six inches or whatever. He basically ran it over. That's what she said. That's so funny. Tits would laugh at that. Sal de Dyker and Van Horbeek? Van Horbeek, yeah. But Van Horbeek's riding the 250F? Yeah, they got rid of the age rule for his nation. I loved Van Horbeek in Varsity Blues. He was awesome. Uh... <laughs> USA should win. I don't want your life. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Johnny Moxon <laughs> is only one man. <laughs> so you do get some Zachy Poos. Yeah, normally it's like, do you go by a snack pack or uh, Zachy Poo? <laughs> wow. Everyone really? seems to have the same voice. Yeah. It's very weird. And they all seem to be, all your fans seem to be traded as complete idiots. <laughs> some type of saying whether or not their riders wear a Leah or like a neck brace like that. Atlas Braces, atlasbrace.com. The brace of choice for Jake Weimer and uh, Ryan Villapoto. You're such a whore with it. The Just king of the let segue. It, let it come naturally. <laughs> that wasn't natural? You're forcing it so that hard. That wasn't natural? Thanks they don't listen. push the, the neck brace thing because there's still sort of some uncertainty on whether or not. Unless it's an Atlas neck brace, atlasbrace.com. Oh, choice of ne- neck braces for Ryan Villapoto, Jake Weimer. Oh, Who's oh, that? What's um, the guy's name? That... Like Limber- a... Jerry Limburner. Limburner. You know who that is? Uh, that yeah, yeah, Jerry Limberger, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I do. I know the name. Say his name wrong. No. Oh, yeah, Lam- Lamberger. <laughs> I remember that. Well, I got dealt with by some Puerto Rican uh, on a four-year-old right, Honda. Right, right. No, that's good stories. He's fast. I'll no, yeah. tell you. What was the worst track conditions you have ever had to race on? Lake Elsinore, 2012. Waffle, 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 Okay. It's kind of bunk. Anyway. Um, tits, when question. you do, when you do the drop, you don't like wait for everybody to like look at you and acknowledge that you did the drop and you're awesome. You just <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> First of all, I am not nearly attractive enough attractive enough to be on TV. Don't bring yourself. Uh, up. Have you seen Jason Watkins? <laughs> <laughs> How many of the outdoor nationals have you watched in their entirety this season? Zero. <laughs> what was my time on that one, one. Captain? One. Uh, they're on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> They're on Netflix. Oh, the, I've watched, the most nationals I've watched all year on a television was downstairs when I got here. Rapid fired one. Yeah. Rapid fired. <laughs> I went and got some pop and then I rapid fired some questions. Or like what happened to Kyle Regal? He's just gone. He just got fifth at X Games. He did? Yeah. Yeah. And what? He got fifth in X? It's Supercross. That sport that we all race. <laughs> Best trick. I know you don't watch Ping. Trust me, I definitely don't watch He really got fifth? For real? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Okay, yeah, Chad was fourth and he was fifth? Yep. So he's still racing. 
Yes, that was how we got fifth. They talked to each other on the phone and stuff. Did you listen to the Pulp Show? Steve said that half word. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Mike Genova's not happy with me, and uh, that's too bad. Putting it mildly. What can, what can I do, though? Like... Uh, I guess, I, you know, I try to give Mike a spot on the show two or three times to talk about his team, but, you know, basically he uh, my, he's called my antics Bush League, and I don't give his team the respect that they deserve. So that's unfortunate. You probably got to go with his story on what happened, though, Who, right? Genova's? Genova's. Yes, absolutely. If I had to – I don't know, but if I had to bet money on something, I would go with Mike Genova's version of the story. Yes. But Jake Cannon got a 10th or 11th at Unadilla. And we had him on the show. We asked him. He denied it. What else can we do? Yeah, you're not going to go, well, that's, that can't be true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Can't throw the baby out with the bong water. <laughs> well played, JT. Uh, All right, sounds good. And JT, uh, this weekend, Elsinore, I'm going to fuck you up. You said All right, bring fight, it. So. All right. All right. I'll see you there. All I'll right, bring then. a body bag for you. All right, sounds good. Later. <laughs> he had to do a photo shoot, and he was injured, and it affected the rest of his series. Tits is over there writing furiously. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time. Time. Who do we got? Pookie? So dumb. Preston? <sighs> no. Pastrana. Wrong. No, uh, wrong. Feldman? The Feldman. So Show one forty four. You tweeted. Okay. So is it official that Tomac doesn't do well when it's hot outside? Yeah. A simple tweet. Yep. Just you thought Tomac was affected by the heat. I disagree, but that's okay. I understand what you're saying. Right. He didn't kill the field like he's been. It's, it's all relative. It's a fair question, JT, right? Yeah, yeah. And Tits is putting it out there for the Twitter world. I was wondering, world. A, wondering a little bit about what happened yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, Swiss score, uh, uh, Motocross Addicts, uh, Dan no, Dunes. No, hold on. Motocross you Addicts. you got to start from the top. I'm just skipping that. No, you're we don't skipping. You've got to start from the, the bottom. Skipping the, the Swiss core replies to you. Yes. Okay, Swissco replies to Trying you. to refute my claim. Uh, uh, that's fine. And Dan Dune says, I think it's clear that with everything locked up and on cruise control, he's still good enough for first overall. An answer to your question that you put out there that was directed to no one. You come in, no one, nobody was talking to you. No. <laughs> no it, yeah, it, it, okay, <laughs> so Dan Dunes comes back. Ha ha, you were talking to the world, sir. That's how it is when you put legendary after the word tits. Hashtag kind of a big deal. And ha, 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 he said. Like, right. he was a little taken back, as yeah. was I, when I went through these tweets. Yeah. You say, uh, no. Look at the conversation you butted in on. Yeah. Mind your business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. What is going on? I mean, you tweet something, <laughs> he, 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 and then someone no. has a, like, you know, it's a general a chat yeah. room, and he he's told to butt out. Yeah. He's told to keep... No, this was not a shining moment for me. I, I, I don't, I don't, know, I do not know what was going on. Um, this was not a shining moment yeah. for me. No, I felt You're like very I had angry. some real. I feel like I had some real insight, and then everyone tries to—not everyone, but a few people—tried to, you know, prove me wrong. And I was in defense mode, and I, I said some things I should not have tweeted. I have actually apologized. I said, you know, I mean, I hope so. Not cool. I mean, I, I, I take full, uh, full I, credit. That was not cool of me. The, I mean, even if you had said, "Hey, at Swisscore." I think the heat has affected him. It still would be out of line, but you weren't even doing like you yeah, just put no, it out there for everybody. No, yeah. th- there's no way around it. I, Angry I, I, I was not. In the oh, way I actually on this really one. liked it. Oh, you did. Yeah. Did you see it? Come out swinging, tits. <laughs> Go back down. <laughs>
constantly getting roosted yeah. the entire time, and there was no way to escape it. I did that for 20 years. You were texting me that said, uh, this place is like Baghdad. Let's yeah, go. It, it was. Yeah. It was <laughs> like a mix of Baghdad and Chernobyl. And, honestly, and I do these, uh, I don't know if you know this, Kelly, but I have these VIPs now that I'm retired that basically pay a lot of money for me to host them, and I take them out and we watch the race, and they hang out in the truck and everything. Mm-hmm. And we're wandering around during the motos, and they're kind of behind me, and I'm looking, and it's 115 degrees out, completely just dust bowl looks like you know the middle east like wasteland and i felt like moses i have these people wandering behind me through the desert looking to me for help you know where where are you leading us yeah it's a fine leader it was not good i'm leading you to find the golf ball yeah i kept cramming this golf ball i kept cramming a stick into the ground like ah with my staff and no water right now yeah we ruined the race for him he was gonna go and because we were so unenthused going into it, oh. he didn't show up. Lucky guy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Are you going to tell her to mind her own business? Mind your business. Nobody asked you. <laughs> Butt out. <laughs> Sign one of those riders for next year, Cooper Webb or Jeremy Martin, and you only could have room for one. Who would you, who'd you pick? I would go with Jeremy Martin. Screw you, dude. Okay. Butt out of your, mind your own business. Yeah. I mean, you guys, meaning you riders – I'm not, I don't ride. Well, you used to. You guys of like those of us in the room. You're probably most qualified. <laughs> well, I have four Manitoba titles. Okay. He has two German Supercross titles. Yeah. All right. I mean, he's got country titles, but I have more provincial titles. Okay. That makes any sense. I'm gonna just butt out again, right. like Tits told me to. Uh, tits did take a Mike Healy motocross school, though. So we got that. Made me into the rider I am today. <laughs> Adam Cincerello probably did the best interview of any writer all year the one time i got to talk to him on the podium yeah he is enthusiastic well-spoken he actually says something and shows some excitement mm-hmm. for for being there um so to me a lot of the veterans could learn a thing or two from young adam if you want to see some emotion she should have come over to my truck when i was pulling off from a moto oh yeah helmet flying against <laughs> the side of the truck <laughs> just ghost riding my bike rapid fire super cheap don't worry oh i've heard yeah okay Right. I've, heard. I've heard. I've heard. And he admits it, too, by oh, the way. Oh, he loves it. I think oh, yeah. I heard it's it mostly of, from him. It's a point he of pride. Has, yeah. He yep. has told me about being cheap. I've never witnessed it. Right. He, I, my buddy, walked him through a blackjack, how to play blackjack for years back in yeah. Vegas. Won him a bunch of money. Uh-huh. You know, said, hey, stay here, hit here, whatever. Right. Won him a bunch of money. Then my buddy said, hey, you need to tip the dealer five bucks. And <laughs> He's like, no. It's like, that's lunch. Nah. My buddy wanted to kill him. He was like, no, you need to <laughs> tip is, the dealer. Right, right, right. It killed him to put if five you bucks. If ever want to gamble in this yeah. town again. He said, that's a tuna sandwich. One of my first days anchoring, I used to be a sports anchor, and I also had to edit together my sports cast. Mm-hmm. And I, if you watch Sports Center tonight, you'll watch baseball highlights. A guy who hits a home run, they show the pitch and the hit, cut away to the ball going over the fence, cut away to him hitting home plate. I showed the entire rounding of the bases <laughs> and ran out of things to say by the time he hit first base. And I, I had and to like – And they're second. Fill, yes. And he's on his way to third. <laughs> exactly. It was awful. Especially because they run nice and slow. And right, right. Run. Right. Yeah, and exactly. Good crowd Chuck's. today in Colorado. Good crowd today. <laughs> Look at that stride. Yeah. It was like the five-second highlight that right. I spent a minute 30 on. But I feel like, hey, who am I to say anything? I look right. like a bum. You know, like, Wygant is like, dude, you got to dress better one time, told me. <laughs> you got to, like, because I was going to go to a Supercross banquet in shorts. He's like, no, dude, don't. Those, all those people will look at you, like, all the executives and be like, look at that guy. That's, right. that's our reporter right. of, our, of our sport. 
So I feel uncomfortable commenting, but J- JT here. Yeah. Big metrosexual. Always looking whoa, good. Whoa. Always looking good. Whoa. Always has hair product. Shoes are nice. Like this guy right. dresses good. Uh, He's got true religion shit. All all over him. All over him. Years ago, when Bradshaw was you know a kid, he was probably twenty or eighteen. He was younger than that, eighteen probably. I remember at, at Gatorback, they weren't allowing people to to bring beer in with their truck into the pits or whatever. So Bradshaw has this, he's in this motorhome and he's got beer. Stacked. Is this factory Yamaha days? It would yeah. be, right, yeah. Yeah, stacked up in the shower. <laughs> and they want to search the truck. Hey, y'all, some bitches come get me. I'm bringing this beer in. Yeah. This, you know, this is him. Come, y'all, rip me out of here. Yeah. Me and, me and this yeah. beer going in. You go tell all the fans that yes. Dan and Bradshaw couldn't race today. Yep. Right, Just right. sitting on, you know, cases of Coors Light. Yeah. Rapid fire. Well, before I even hit the ground, there was, you know, 15 dudes that have already gone over the top of me. And then <laughs> here I am. I roll over. I roll over. I'm just, you know, looking up at the beautiful sky in Elsinore, <laughs> getting burnt out on like no other. Just uh, Baggett is just <laughs> destroying me. <laughs> like, like, oh, it was the worst. It's all right over my stomach, onto my leg, ripping through my pants. What I got is kind of, it was so rare for somebody that's in my position. Like, you know, nobody, the doctors, they didn't know how I was going to react to it. And obviously with puberty and all that stuff, like in training, it, you, you just don't know. So it was kind of a guessing game. And to me, obviously from being in bed after Hangtown for two weeks and you know, obviously you start to feel better. And when you start to feel better, you assume that it's going to be, it's going to get better every week, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so going into Bud's Creek, yes, I knew, you know, I wasn't where I needed to be, but in the back of my, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, well, you know, I mean, okay, so I tough it through this one. Yeah. And maybe the next one that we have two weeks and, you know, I'll be fine. But unfortunately it didn't work out like that. And, I mean, for the people that don't know, obviously I lost 15 pounds and, you know, I was still kind of a little bit under where I should be coming into, Mm -hmm. coming into Bud's Creek and all those races. And when, when you're going out there every weekend and giving everything you have, and obviously you can't stop training during the week, it, it gets hard to, you know, to recover. And finally after, let's see, after, well, there was that race at Washougal where, I just said, listen, I'm just going to give it everything I have in the first moto, and yeah. I'm going to, you know, stop getting 13th place every moto and, <laughs> you know, you know, actually show something. Right, right. So I gave it everything I had, and I, when I tell you that when I came off the track and I got 6th place, like when I tell you that I knew I had nothing left in the second moto, like I seriously wasn't even sure that I could score points. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that bad. Right. So, so the, actually the – the Monday after the race, I got some blood work done, and it turns out that my that my iron, I guess, I guess it's like the scale that they did it. It's I believe it's four through 150 is the highest it can be, and four is the lowest. And I was like a five. Jeez. I mean, the doctor told me like he doesn't even know how I'm like how I'm racing or how I'm training during the week, or I mean, it was it was really really bad. Do you know that Adam outscored Cooper Webb by four points? I did. Oh, wait. No. no not Elsinore. Yeah, yeah never mind. Moto. Cooper outscored you. Yeah, bro. He took me to school at Elsinore. Yeah, he did. All right. Well, up until Elsinore, you were ahead by four points for, for Webb Nation and C and Cirillo Nation fans. Um, You're like a fly Who cares, Cooper's Nation? Web. Who cares, Nation? <laughs> 
Good point. Did you happen to fall? Did you happen to see Tits's uh, Twitter battle with Dan Dunes? <laughs> where Tits stated, oh, Tits stated his opinion about Eli Tomac. Dunes offered a you know a little bit of bench racing, and Tits told him to shut up and mind his own business. Yeah. This is a man, dude. Steve thinks he knows everything, and I think that guys. might be one of the biggest downfalls of the show. I'm I think every show would be as popular <laughs> as Lasergate if you just had more of an open mind, Steve. Or it was a couple races that went by, and on the first lap, I just I wasn't wild enough. Like, right? You know, yeah. I, I I was too respectful, almost. Like I, I respected these guys too much, and it's almost like when the gate drops, you. I mean, these guys are such good athletes, and it's hard not to, but you can't respect them at all. Like, you right, have right, to right. hate all their guts when um, the gate drops. Like, you know, it sounds kind of cliche, but JT, you really you, do. And it's, you, you I think that's been the biggest, the biggest surprise is just, I just, I guess, how intense it is, how, how everybody wants to kill you. Is it true, Adam, that you strong-armed a Blake Baggett out from under Alden? Uh, absolutely, absolutely not. No, I, I don't personally know what went down there like I, obviously it's it was what's well, not my deal at all so i mean yeah. i was on super minis and you know when that happened so super minis bro uh, i would say a big you know on that one but i can tell you something it's obviously there's a little bit of animosity there still uh, maybe he thinks that i did that because mm-hmm. uh, i believe he told he told eldon this after the race lake elsinore that I get, I mean, he was really trying to just burn me up when he, uh, when oh, my uh, oh. <laughs> when the bike was underneath me. I was a little bit taken back. Wow, is so that maybe nice? <laughs> um, a, a big maybe, I guess, on that one. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I definitely didn't have anything to do with it, but right. I, obviously he thinks I did. Rapid fire. Is it a ridge line? No, but hmm. asshole. I feel like that's brand a new. <laughs> brand new ridge line coming in twenty. 20- 16 new body new motor oh. everything put it on the calendar so late 2015 you know does middle. it come yeah. with a pair of testicles because the current <laughs> model's lacking them <laughs> oh. you can get F- those truck nuts to put on there make it kind of look a little That's manly gross. they no, uh, I know you're gay they're doing a, a they, they're, they're, they're doing a toyota tundra <laughs> you know i know you're gay when you're bearing your beef in some dude tonight <laughs> that's when i know you're gay uh uh, Put your phone down. Your truck does have a lot of room oh, in the trunk. Oh, oh! You want to talk about bearing beef? Uh, bearing you, beef. You. Uh, I don't even know what that means. I just got a text. No, I don't want to know. Talk about bearing <laughs> beef. Bear your beef. I, hey, listen here, asshole. <laughs> and what do you got? That's a stupid question. That's JT. Uh, no, Both not a stupid question at all. <laughs> Actually, a very Crap. smart question. Okay, <laughs> look at this. The, is, okay. This is when well Beaker done. screwed up a Bradshaw. Well look done. at cocky tits. Yeah, right. Yeah. A stupid, stupid question. question. Stupid question. 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 JT, duh. That's okay, what who was it. it then? What motocross team was known as the Fifth Dragon? What motocross team? They were around for a long time. Ten years, 15 years. No one's the Fifth Dragon. Um, lots of that went for two different manufacturers. They had some good oh, racers. Okay. So uh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. And time. Uh, Pookie's pen never moved. <laughs> so she's got nothing. <laughs> I'm hoping nothing. that it's Husqvarna. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to say that until he said they went through two different manufacturers. Husqvarna, <laughs> widely known as the fifth dragon. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Had a team for two years. Fifth dragon. <laughs> Kusaberg? 
<laughs> you see why this is my favorite segment? Yeah, I do. Yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Someone in the chat room said, uh, <laughs> F you tits, you utter shaped pussy. So. <laughs> That's mean, actually awesome. Who yeah. is that? Um, Guest 261. Corey uh. Moser. <laughs> a Swiss core. Swiss core. Swiss. Swiss. Uh, no way Swiss would ever say that. He's way too neutral. Yeah. Yeah. No good point. Uh, so I just want to let you know what some of the people in the chat room are saying. So. Thank you, Guest 267. Right. Yep. That is such an awesome comment. Yep. Show 145. Last time you were here, Great Western Bank Show. Man, number we 100. Got tanked that night. We were having a good time. Budman. With every drink, with every drink that Budman had, his his voice raised a few oct- oct- octanes, octanes, and octanes. And, uh, and he got redder. He was yeah. just redder. yelling by the end of the show. By the end of the night, I looked at him like, "But you need to pronunciate the words." Yeah. I just listened to my thirty-four voicemails, and one of them was from no other than Jordan Burns from Strung Out, mm-hmm. Moto Triple X. By the way, Strung Out playing Mandalay Bay. Yeah, we're not here to promote them playing shows. That's the 18th, our... Wednesday, September yeah. 18th, Okay, Las everybody here, that's okay. the one plug you're going to get. Okay. So, so suck it. Okay, so here we go. So yeah. he says, hey, uh, just got off the phone with Swink. Swink just called me, and uh, <clears throat> Jordan said, hey, so you're going on the Pulp Show? He goes, no, I don't know nothing about it. What are you talking about? And he's like, well, it's all over the you know Twitter yeah. and the Internet yeah. that you're going to be on the show. He goes, oh, I didn't know about that. <laughs> So it's going to be very interesting if Brian Swink's on the show tonight. Kenny, how is your Optrix doing, uh, by the way? Have you ever used it? Never used it. Gave it away. Thanks. So just to recap, I really, a massive, feel, good. I really feel good about this. A massive fight ensued the last time Kenny was in the studio because Tits wasn't sure if he wanted to give him an Optrix, and Kenny has done a lot for Tits. Tits I had- wish you would have lied right now and said that you use it all the time. <laughs> I really do. And I didn't. You know why I didn't use it? Because I was looking at the product, and <laughs> the, the way I am, I, I like to do the Pepsi challenge and compare things. Mm-hmm. And I went to Best Buy, and I went to the Verizon store, and there's better cases out there. You're a liar. Okay. 100% you are So a liar. I went and I there bought one for better cases out there, there he said. I went and bought one for 180 bucks, right. and the okay. thing works like a, a freaking dream. What, what's, what's the thing you bought? It's called the Nunya case. Yeah. Right. The Nunya fucking business yeah, case. That's what I thought. Well, I got, I Terry got, Hart will never stop I got news Kenny. for you. Uh, I'm a team owner now. I'm not a team manager. I'm a general manager, and I took a step backwards, and I hired a new team manager. So uh, I'll always have a job because, you know what? I work for Kerry Hart, and he is rich. Do you really have a jar of the Southwick sand? No. You are fucking <laughs> moto geek. <laughs> Wow. Right. The worst part is he got that out of Dowd's pants. <laughs> Steve's all, no. <laughs> all right, next question. Can did someone send that to you, or did you do it yourself? I'm not talking about that anymore. <laughs> I'm not talking about my job. If someone yeah. sent that to you, I could see, okay, but if you did that yourself, you got issues. All right, Kent. You're out of your mind, dude. Out of all the writers you have worked not only with. Did I, sorry, not only did I do that myself, a guy took a photo of me doing it and, was, and Twittered me and said, what are you doing? <laughs> so how stupid, the race. how stupid are you going to feel when you go back there next year? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take my sand and dump it out there. Dump it back. <laughs> okay. Did you, did, did you bring your own mason jar or did somebody give you one out there? No, Pookie got me the jar. Oh, so it was planned out. <laughs> oh, my God. Look how stupid <laughs> you're feeling. Right? <laughs> Mad Mike and Danny Stevenson again in Arena Cross. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we renewed the rivalry, the madness. You know, I mean, 90 was Supercross, and then uh, 
you know, I think I'd rode a couple of arena crosses and I think we'd battle a little bit. And then I came in full time in 97 and just we were right back at it. And, you know, four times a, a weekend, two main events, heat races, dash for caches. Uh, Jonesy was always uh, one of the most fierce guys to race with. I, I talked about Jonesy a few times when I, you'd knock, try and come in a corner, and I'd try and block you, and you'd bring the barrel and me and just put us both in the cheap seats. Foxborough. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. You know, I crashed. I think the second or third lap went over the bars in a section like these little roller doubles, and the track was just ruddier than hell. And, you know, Jones or any racer can agree that when you're out front and on a ruddy track, I think I, it's I Jonesy got a – I, I raced four well, October title. Fully, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, okay. that's what you say. But uh, anyway, the track was ruddy, and I think Jonesy got out front, got a little tight. I was in the back coming through, just going balls to the wall with the ruts, and I caught Jonesy in the last corner, I think, and yeah. uh, and got by him. He, he threw his bike at me again, and, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's just, you just knew you were going to race somebody at 100%, and I, I always preferred that, you know, yeah. and uh, and that was, a, for me, it was a highlight, you know, it was another kind of a bummer, obviously, for Mike, for me, but for me, that, I had some of so my most, your, some your my best, most your memorable best race, race ever was Mike's heartbreak. My best races, <laughs> my most memorable races are with Jonesy, because they're the most aggressive, the most passionate, and, uh, right. and I was, I Fortunately, came out on top, but uh, he was always, you know, like, those are my two favorite ones right there. You know, any show that's got that that has you on and Denny on it, I have to jump in the middle of. That's just, you know, that's the way I always had to do back then. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And I I remember you trying to shake my hand after the Pontiac race, and I'm like, went straight to Denny. I'm like, I ain't shaking your hand. You were swinging a pit board at me with me, the number one finger. So I was like, I'm not shaking your hand. But uh, anyway, I did. I, I did uh, like ten seconds later, but. No, I know you. Oh, were, yeah. you, you were the the best dad you could be, and you were the mechanic. You were the coach. You were the dad. Um, Denny couldn't have been a luckier guy to have you in his corner for sure in, the, in his whole career, racing career. So, um, yeah, my well, off well Mike, sure. I got to tell you that that all, almost all the majority of the memories that we have from '90 Supercross, you're in you're in 99 percent of them because you were you were a factor every week. You know, it, you you could have ended up winning a championship just as easily as Denny did. I got to bring up New Orleans. Do you remember New Orleans? The altercation of the, the the bar that spilled into the street where you saved my ass. <laughs> uh, you know what? I now you're going to remind me. I remember something a little bit about it, but three guys. Well, we were well. All the all the racers and the mechanics were all hanging out in one bar there in New Orleans, and and all the college kids were there, and they didn't like it because you guys were all talking to the girls. And I was then going to the bathroom, and there was one on each side of me, and they decided that they were going to take me outside and beat my ass. And I, we come walking out of the bathroom, and you said, where are you going, Don? I said, I'm going to go outside. These two guys think they're going to beat my ass. And you jumped up and grabbed them both by the neck and beat their heads against each other, and the fight spilled out into the streets, and I ended up getting arrested. <laughs> oh. It's like the movies well, or cartoon. I, Boom. I hope I saved your life, but the wrestling part yeah, was good. That, that's what Diddy and Michelle and I were running down the street, and you could hear the police car radios going, suspects wearing a Hawaiian shirt, and I'm trying to get it off me. That man, could, that swingster could seat bounce anything. Oh, shit. Swingster had some talent. He could seat bounce a curb over a triple jump. <laughs> it just, mean, he, yeah. He would just come out of the corner and just, and just pull back in a flannel and airborne it. In a flannel? <laughs> <laughs> he did like the flannel. He did Swing, run rock flannel. And a hell of a goatee a few times, I remember. We're right back, you know, par for the course for Tits. I don't think Tits really seems he like he cares. He had some bad sushi earlier. He's been to the bathroom a couple times. You saying that Tits seems like he doesn't care is you funnier than you know, because we we do talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, he that, seems that. really disinterested. I think he's right now calling a nine hundred number. <laughs> I think he is too. Yeah, I've seen him pull down his pants twice. And I don't. Is that one nine hundred pro race? <laughs> he's trying to get the results from Anaheim eighty four. We were talking earlier about that. You know, I, I rode predominantly Suzuki's. I mean, Kawasaki's kind of come up as an amateur. 
uh, rode some Cowies during Arena Cross or rode some during Supercross. You know, that Suzuki 125 in 1990 was a beast. Uh, I think by far we had the best bikes uh, that handled like a – you know, considering we only tested – I think tested, you had the best 125s. Best 125s. Yeah. The 250s were 250s, pretty much yeah, garbage. Nobody liked the 250s. You know, when you test a Supercross track at Sand out at Adelanto and then, okay, you're good for the next 17 <laughs> weeks. We'll see you. Uh, <laughs> the bike just didn't work with a shit in a 250. But the 125, for some reason, man, that thing was money. You know, got you good starts. I could hit whoops as fast as I wanted. And the, the suspension worked well. And then, you know, you know again, uh, in 2000, I rode Suzuki's again for one year when uh, Bud Man had done a bunch of development with Bill's Pipes and RG3 suspension. And, man, those nice. bikes, the 250 and the 125, both were, were awesome bikes. And, you know, I, I have to say that for me, they turned on a dime. And, uh, you know, for me, I always had a hard time turning a Cowie. The thing, and you need like a, a block and a half to get that thing cornered. But the Suzuki's, mm-hmm. you get the front end to dive and turn. And uh, I always did enjoy the Suzuki's. Big, he was like the big crazy brother, man. I tell you, we uh, yeah. we grew up together and uh, in many wild ways. Yeah. yeah <laughs> lots of learning experiences. <laughs> Something Good and who, bad. Hey, who was worse <laughs> on each other's career? Who was worse? Who was a bet, worse influence? Danny on chicken. I think it was pretty much head on. <laughs> yeah, dead I mean, even race. I, I, I mean, we we took we rode, we practiced, we trained, but we had fun too. Yeah, oh, we we yeah. take two steps forward and about two and a half steps back. I think yeah. sometimes you know. How did you and Chicken meet back in the day? How did that work out? You know, I think it started. Um, you know, my family became friends with their family or his his dad and uh, stepmom Dorothy and uh, my mom and dad and they, I think they all like to have a cold beer, and so they become friends and. Uh, they had invited my dad and I to come out to California and stay with them up in La Habra Heights before uh, before Jeff and I even knew each other. I remember I remember walk, I remember a couple of times Jeff walking out and looking at me and just going, "Who the, the fuck's this kid?" I, <laughs> <laughs> like, what's what's my dad doing? Yeah. Who are these people? Yeah, get these fuckers out of my house! You're like I'm man. from SoCal. These guys are from Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know where Nebraska is. Yeah. That a, is that an island in Asia? I remember Chicken get got me on. Chicken, chicken got me on the Cowie track one day when I was riding Suzuki. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I think before we even left, got off the track. Someone had called in driving down the 15 and said, Hey, I see a guy out there yeah. on a Suzuki riding the Cowie track. Yeah, yeah. And Turner's like, Chicken, do you have Denny out there, you dumb fuck? <laughs> yeah, I got my boss calling me going, I'm not, We're like, haven't even loaded up yet. I'm like, What? Because Denny's like, No, we're going to get in trouble. I'm like, No one will know. Yeah. Like, we're right in front of God and country. There, yeah. We're getting phone calls. And how about the fact that who James Stewart's favorite rider of all time is? Yeah. Chicken. Chicken. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember yeah. him saying. The first time I met him, he was like eight years old, and I couldn't understand a damn word he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> we were at Tampa, Florida Supercross. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Reed Nordin told me, hey, we got this, you know, little kid that's faster than shit. Yeah. And uh, you're his favorite writer, so, you know, we hang out with him a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was James. It was James. And uh, so I met him then. And then a couple years later, me and Wardy were in Daytona, and we were. We went to go do some testing before the race, and they told us, oh, yeah, that James kid's coming out, you know, to ride with you guys. We're like, okay. So me and Wardy are getting dressed, and James got dressed first, and he goes out, and he does two laps, and me and Wardy are just looking at each other going, let's just go home. (laughs) Because that kid, and he was on 85 at this point, and the kid was so freaking fast. Like, we were just like, we didn't even want to go. Right, out right. there and ride because the kid would have made us look stupid. <laughs> but he only went two laps and he swapped out 
broke his collarbone and they oh. went home. <laughs> that saved you the day of embarrassment, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> you were like, whew, that was a close one. I hated the motor. I was fighting with my boss, Roy Turner, because Roy Turner, all three bikes were all the same. And I'm like, there's we've got three different riders. Yeah, yeah. I want this. And why well, it was a big deal. In 1992, I finally uh, went out Went down to Cali. I said, "Give me three cylinders and uh, and heads." And took it to my buddy Steve Weidler and said, "I want to you know port these three different ways, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. we'll see what we come up with." And we it was right before uh, Michigan Redbud, and we went to Morocco's house and tested, and all of us were. I think four seconds a lap faster with one of the cylinders that I brought. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're calling Roy Turner at the office. He wasn't there. And Roy was like, there's no way, there's no way. And they're going, listen, all three riders rode it, all three riders four seconds a lap faster, you know. Yeah. And But I only had the one cylinder. And so Red Buck came, and I had the cylinder on my bike, and Roy walked up and said, take it off. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Let me take it off. He's all, well, it's not fair. You know, you know, the other two riders, not fair. And I said, I don't give a shit. I went out on my own into this shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm not taking it off. And that was a big deal and a big fight. And, uh, yeah. but right after that, they copied it. And, mm-hmm. uh, we had a couple of super costumes left. And I was on the podium and Kurowski, I think all three of us ended up on the podium with the last couple of races to go, which we, Hadn't seen the podium all year. In 1990, when I won my first Supercross, I think I've told this before. Obviously, I always tell the same ones over because I only got so many. <laughs> but uh, Atlanta Supercross, I'm 19, and I win the Supercross. And Suzuki's like, okay, good job. We'll see you next week. Cowie guys are like, fuck it. We're taking you out. Oh, yeah? So I'm 19, and I got Steve Weidler's ID because look, we look pretty much a lot alike. And Chicken and Wardy and Turner all took me to uh, the Gold Club in, in Atlanta. Nice. And, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that was, uh, yeah, I'm like, obviously I had friends with these guys for a long time, and, right. uh, and they wanted to celebrate. So you guys, uh, we'll go have fun. We'll see you next season. And the Gold Club was week. at NBA. They, all the NBA yeah, guys got in trouble yep. for it and, and we everything. went there, and yeah. – uh, yeah, I remember Chicken gave away his coat, and, and I think. And the best part was Turner was like, every, take every, anything Cali on, take it off, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, oh, he's we were in that freaking place 10 minutes, and also one of the girls got a Kawasaki jacket on. She's dancing in it, and <laughs> on stage. Oakley's on, and Turner, Turner's giving her all the shit. And we're like, what? <laughs> and, 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 Here you are saying, don't take nothing in, right. and you're freaking, oh, these chicks are beautiful. We're like, oh, man. <laughs> But he always had crazy pets. He had a bobcat. You know, everyone for a while there they got bobcats. That, a bobcat? A bobcat, like a pet. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't even. You couldn't even get near the thing. It would just hiss at you from a mile. You know. And uh, him and Jerry's mechanic both had them. It um, was nice to me, but not me. No one else. else. Yeah. He slightly got distracted for the rest of the, the evening. And uh, and. Oh yeah, that was a good one. That was yeah. a good another not a morning person. And my girlfriend comes next day, Anaheim. So she comes up to my house to make you know because she's calling my phone. I'm not answering it. Yeah. And she knows I'll probably sleeping so she comes up to wake me up and the day before me Danny went to wash the truck in a car wash and then we met these two girls there and so I'm laying in bed with one and Danny's in the other room with one and my girlfriend walks in to wake me up and I'm like oh shit who are these whores chicken who are these whores <laughs> <laughs> <And so, laughs> so 
Danny comes out, and then I hear Tiffany. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh. Okay. So I'm like, we're late because we were late. We got to go. <laughs> Mark so and Brian are waiting. We take off, and we get to Anaheim, and we're doing press day. And my brother calls me. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm at press day. You know what I'm doing. What? He's like, so, uh, seeing good movies lately? And I'm like, dude, what? You know, what, what do you want? Mm-hmm. You know? Ah, oh, I don't know. I just heard there was, you and Denny made a really good movie last night. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He goes, well, apparently you uh, you and Denny hooked up with some girls last night. You videotaped a lot of it. And then you left your video camera on your coffee table. And after Tiffany was on her way out, she decided, oh, camera, I'll take that tape. And right now they're at her her house and my brother's wife at the time, Mary, and Tiffany, and a couple other girls, and Tiffany's mom are all watching it right now, and I'm like, ah, Danny! <laughs> <laughs> so we're driving, and it's like 9 o'clock at night, and I'm like, you know, you feel like just going to the house, or what, you know? And he's like, nah, you know, I'm all, well, I'm all oh, there's a bikini bar I heard about right by the house, <laughs> and I've never been. I go, let's let's just cruise by there and see let's what it is. I've never been. You know? <laughs> so then he's like, yeah, okay, cool. So we walk in and we sit down and we're like looking around and then he goes, oh, no way. Look over there. Look up to the right. And I look up and they're having a bikini contest. And sure enough, there's the girl from last year that we got in trouble with. And she looks down and sees us and she's like, oh, and we're like, no way. Because I was planning on being good, you know, we're just going to go for a little bit and then go home and then go do press day again and, you know. And so I'm like, come on, Danny, let's get out of here. Let's just leave. And we were sneaking out, and that girl came and grabbed me. She's all, where do you think you're going? I'm like, um, I'm leaving. She's like, no, you're going home with me. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, we didn't have no bikes or nothing, but we were just going to stay there because we just didn't want to fly home. So we're like, well, let's just go get, like, find a nice hotel on the water somewhere in Tampa, and we'll just, you know, yeah. kick back. Well, yeah, it's cool. So we find what was it, I don't know, some hotel right on the water, and, Right in the parking lot, there was a damn Hooters. It was a so residence inn. Like, well, we always got residence in. Yeah. There's a Hooters, you know. At least might be some entertainment too. over there. So we go over there the first night, and we bring a couple of the waitresses back, and <laughs> we went through every single waitress in that restaurant that worked there in like four days, and it, they were like hooking us. Oh, we're gonna hook you up with this girl. Me and Danny were like. Dude, this doesn't. This is like Twilight Zone. Like this doesn't happen. Man, I feel like you guys could probably go for another few hours. Yeah, probably could, but yeah, probably be best if yeah. you stopped it now. <laughs> yeah, check them out, I'm Showy. S- yeah, VFXW. They're okay. I have good helmets. A couple Showies up there. Showies those are bells. There. Those are Showies, bro. No, those are bells. I've got knocked out at all of them. So that's you know they're all fantastic. They're Showies. <laughs> they don't look like they look like Bell Moto fives. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, Danny, you know those are Showies. Turn around. Those are those are bells, right? I think is that a JT? Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it is. An HJC. You guys are being assholes right now, and both of you are being assholes. No. Yeah, you are. I can't see it that well. Was Danny, next... remember all those times, Danny, when we partied? No. no. <laughs> uh, went in those hills, and let me take you to these back of these hills. And... Deanza. Okay. What do you think? That's fantastic. It's terrible. I don't know. What? I, you'd have to... what? I don't think he won't. You could tell him terrible, but he's not going to agree. He's going to go, no, no, I don't care what you say. It's a great idea. Then I said, why don't you go do it then? Well, I need someone cool to do it because I I can't go do it. I had at least five to ten people on Twitter say they would pay for a a tour. Hey, why don't you do like uh, DMXS does in in, um, Atlanta? Do do 
put together a Pulp MX party for all your listeners. I would love to see those fucking people show up. And you as the host. <laughs> where, where are you going to be, Kenny, to see these people? No, do it at Anaheim. And you're the host of the party. You know, they usually have, like, you know, Kerry Hart or yeah, Deegan yeah. or these guys host the parties. Be posted by Steve Mathis himself. Come party with oh, Mathis and the Pulp MX fan. You'd have Mojo running around with Daisy Dukes on. There's Roundtable 3.0 coming up. No way. Yes. I'm not, I'm not hosting yes, it. He's though. not hosting. He's going to be here. Who's hosting? Moser's going to host it. Dude, I want to be on it. I haven't heard a way that this tour is going to make money yet. I'm not really sure either, but fuck it. We're going to do it. His lucrative. If, okay. <laughs> we just talk, if you kick eight people at $250 apiece. You do it once. What is that? What is that, Tits? I, add that up. That's, That's like $45,000. Two grand. Yeah, two, <laughs> two grand. Two Ooh. grand. Ooh, two you're grand. You're going to spend. Two grand in a day. In a day, you're going to spend eight Maybe hours with these people. Of that is profit. Okay, then you got to buy how many? Lunch. How many potential customers do you think are on this planet? 15. Well, again, we just, we just, we got 10 right now out of the gate. That's huge. No, I said how many potential customers do you think are interested in something like this? How, well, how many customers? How many po- what's the population of America? Maybe you can sign up for that tour and help Denny out a little bit. <laughs> I'll give you half off if you, you know, contribute a little well, bit. Well, I figure I can go on my tour and I can do the VIP experience. Show 146. Great, great appearance by Jose on the weekend. <laughs> can you uh, talk about that at all? Uh, what, sure. What yeah, went wrong? With, uh, so obviously being there, I was kind of trying to keep an eye on anybody we had. We had Alex Martin. Um, we had another one of the members of Puerto Rico, basically kind of, uh, Alex set that deal up. Um, and really Jose is our best GP guy. He got third in MX2. Very good rider. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He got third in the MX2 series for the year. So obviously he's the top guy. Um, you know, we pay him and we're involved with him and all that. And I know, you know, I, I see his orders that go out, so I know he has gear. (laughs) So yeah, we, you know, I'm, Kind of interested to watch. He's the only guy that we had in the in the main motos, and he's out there in 2012 gear. And I just, I mean, if I would have had a gun, I probably would have off myself right in the middle of the track. <laughs> you're like, hey, Mathis, yeah, Butron has 2012 yeah. gear on, and you're like, <laughs> you're like, fuck my life. The announcing was uh, left a a little bit to be desired. Paul Lindsay was a strange choice, and I like Paul. Mm-hmm. That was a strange choice. Baffling, really. Strange and bad. <laughs> Strange I would, and bad. I, I would say both. <laughs> uh, I was weird. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't understand, especially when someone said that Fro was the play-by-play guy. Yeah. The rider who had raced for America six times, former Supercross champion, two-time national champion, three-time national champion, and uh, he's the play-by-play guy? Not yeah. the analyst. <laughs> no, no. Speaking of that, I talked to one very high-ranking writer during the broadcast, and he said he had resorted to that. He's like, I, I really don't care what insight I would miss. I'll just make it up on my own. Uh, I'm on mute. Yeah. That's frustrating for me. It really is because you go and you, 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 know, you have to face these other journalists and people that you know in the media after the race, and they're all just on cloud nine that their guys are the they're better, and our yeah. guys suck. You're, and you're ang- you were so mad you were arguing on Vital MX. Uh, yeah, I'm still I'm still pissed off. Like it, <laughs> it, the way he rode pisses me off. Crap. It really does. Just because that's what they think that our series, you know, they they that's what they think our level is, and it's just, it's not. You know, I've I've raced all over the world. I've raced their guys. I've raced our guys. I've done you know right. a lot, and I know what the levels are. And that 
that wasn't what Ryan Dungey's capable of. And for them to get such a small sample size, in, um, that is infuriating for me. They have a motocross uh, website called motocrossvice.com. Right. Um, they interviewed Roger DeCoster after the race. Tits, I don't know yeah. if you saw this either, but um, Roger said this. Ryan thinks the bike was the problem. It's himself. Mentally, he is not focused on finding the best solution on riding and finding the best lines. You know, it's not a bike issue. It was not a setup issue. He used the same setup as Ken Roxon. I mean, Caroli is on a 350, but he has the same options. Ryan needs to look at himself right now, and deep inside, he knows that. And all I got to say to that is, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, you know, obviously, Ryan, is you know, he, he didn't look good, and clearly he thought it was the bike, and Roger says it wasn't. Uh, whether or not the an- – we'll get to the answer in a second, JT, or what you think. This was a bold statement by Roger. I I think their their relationship is probably one of one of if not the strongest in the pits between a rider mechanic or rider team yeah. manager type situation. Yep. But I just think he's trying to basically wake Ryan up a little bit and say, "Hey, man, look look around you. Caroli just killed everyone. Roxon just you know maybe he, Tomac was a little better, but he was really impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the bike, you know. <clears throat> maybe the setup wasn't perfect, but the way you rode wasn't. That wasn't all the bike. You know, you could have been much better than that and still not been completely happy with the bike. Backing it down to take a second in the very first moto, I'm not so sure. I got that question from people. Like, why didn't he just settle for second and know that it's a team race? You can't say that if you're Tomac. You're coming from sixth or seventh. You're the fastest guy on the track. You're all over Kenny Roxon. I don't think, like, him going, hey, I'm going to just take a second comes into his mind at that point. But I don't think that's fair. When, how many times have we seen Tomac throw it away this year? None. None, right. Yeah, so yeah. there was four laps left. I don't feel like Tomac was riding over his head. I didn't see no, him making no. massive mistakes or doing no. anything. He just but he just made one big mistake. People you know? people want to blame people, JT. I wasn't really no. mad at you, Team USA. I was just mad. Right, yeah. Because I knew what was coming. All of this crap that people <laughs> are saying and writing – I knew that was coming. That's right. I was already mad at what people were going to say. Right, right, right. So, and, I, and I've raced, you have to remember, like, I've raced all over the world by myself. Like, I get on a plane and fly right. to God knows where by myself, and <laughs> I'm racing like I'm the only American there. So I take it really seriously. Like, I'm right. really proud when I go race these places. So that race is obviously the most patriotic kind of USA versus the world race there is. So I man, it's it's a big deal for me. I take a lot of pride in it. For us to, I really felt like we gave it away. And I, I don't care what journalists or people or whoever's going to say, you know, I really feel like we gave it away. We had every opportunity to win and we just didn't. It could have been worse. There was a country I know in the B final that, I mean, they had it. They were going to the A final, you know. And then Puerto on, Rico? On the last lap, they went from first to fourth. So Yeah, Puerto Rico had it. Well, yeah, they did too. <laughs> Puerto Rico did have it at one point. Uh, so did Canada, my homeland. Um, yeah, I think I think karma caught up with me because I was so excited. Oh, you, you about about your your torment, and then tit, I tits, felt the same tits. torment. I, yes. I'm talking about Team Canada. I'm pumping up Team Canada uh-huh. to him, and I. And someone tweeted me, hey, do you think they can get top 10? I'm like, ah, maybe. I remember you it was saying a, something It like was that. a good three riders. Yeah. And JT's like, hey, what time's the B final? And I'm like, what do you mean? Well, I just want to make sure that we're here to, to, for you to watch Canada. And I'm just like, I'll get mad. <laughs> then, he's, then he's like, hey, we got to wake up B finals 845. This is all before they qualified, you know? And I'm like, 
yeah, yeah, whatever, jackass. And then he's like, something else. And, and then it happened. Well, we were leaving the track. I'm like, all right, we got like 11 hours. We got to be back here. Like, I don't want to miss this. <laughs> You're just like still hating so much. <laughs> and then I was totally kidding. Like, oh, I thought for sure, right. no problem. No, I know. And then, yeah. Yeah, man. And then how it's funny was it uh, just about uh, 50 industry people and mechanics and managers and people? How's Canada? Oh, they were, yeah, just, <laughs> I think they all loved it. They just loved, they felt, I think deep down, obviously everyone felt, I felt bad for the, the guys because yeah, I, mean, I know how hard they rode. And, and you know the Medag- you know the Medaglias, you know them, you know I mean? They're yeah, good, of good course. Dudes. Yeah. I would never, like, if I went over there, I'd be like, man, that, like, I feel really bad for you guys. But for you, right. obviously because you had nothing to do with it and, you know, it was not your yeah. deal, but just the agony you were going to feel. Cop- Josh Coppins came over to be like, I'm just checking on you, mate. Just making sure you're okay. <laughs> like, he gener- like, like you crash your brains out. Like he came over. Right, Literally, right. we were standing in the Martin Honda truck yeah. in, the, in their hospitality, and he walks over and he's like, speaks his head and, hey, are you okay? Like you just had a big get-off. <laughs> On the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTO Sports, blah, 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 BTOsports.com. Hey, JT, did you hear the big news? Uh, no. Tits is off Twitter. I, well, I did hear that. I didn't know oh. that was the big news. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's very it's big huge news. news. The Twitter universe I, is I, rumbling about I think about it made HuffPo. I don't know. I'm kind of torn because I do feel like I, you know, I, I did ride really well. Yeah. But, again, it is a team event, and you can't take your pride there, you know. And this, uh, man, it, it just it was just, it was weird in some ways, you know. Like, I even thought my crash was weird. I've never really seen anything <laughs> like it when I go and watch the replay. I'm like, how did that happen? Yeah. How did I fly off my bike like that? So. I don't know. I'm just kind of mixed emotions right now. Honestly, like, it, it's got to be rough for you guys because everybody is out to get America. That's what I feel like when we're there. Like, it's completely yeah. every country. If one country can beat America, they're the heroes, and it doesn't matter who. I, again, the the track questions, and, and you know, Barsha, and, and Barsha saying the track was different and all that. They're entitled to their opinion, and I'm sure they're right. The Europeans are just better, right? Not better. They're, they're just catching up. Yes, they, they absolutely are. They're great riders, uh, fantastic riders. However, if you if you had a motocross nations in America, which it's coming in 2015, the Americans will probably sweep it. But over there, they're good. What is the best and worst part about rooming with a four-time Manitoba champion? Uh, the best is the bench racing. The worst is the snoring. Like I traveled with John Knowles last year of Scott Goggles, and God bless Knowles. I love the guy, but he's a little, little intense, you know, like. I'd roll over it at 5 a.m. and he's in his USA gear, Steve-O, you know, dress, showered, everything. Like, let's go, you know. I wanted a Team USA hat really bad. <laughs> and I planned on getting one, No, you know, for sure. And then as soon as – Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I was Baker... mocking you. I was mocking you for wanting one. Did, yeah, you were making you fun of me. Oh, you're, you're an idiot. I just, you know, want to be like everybody else, blah, blah, blah. Then as soon as the guy that has all of the Team USA stuff walks up, Steve goes, hey, can I get one of those hats? Before oh, I could even ask. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. My best move all weekend by so, far. So did both of you get one there? We both got one, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but, uh, yes, I was like, you're an idiot. You're in the media. You can't wear a Team USA hat. That's stupid. And then, uh, yeah, oh, I liked it. It was good. Uh, yeah. Someone in the chat room said that uh, you won Euro Supercross races, but they're not close to winning USA Supercross races. Uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Uh, wow. Uh, welcome back to the show. That was that. What just happened? Thanks, JT. We don't have JT on the line right now. If we did, I would be 
angrily berating him. I thought he wanted a – he said Florida, and I thought it was like Flo Rida. Like he wanted a yeah, Flo no, Rida song. No. He wanted that. Tits, when's the last time you got your oil change in your CRF subway bike? Never. Okay. You're ridiculous. Yeah. I want to hit you with a 27-millimeter wrench. It's been a really long time since I've actually ridden, but even when I was riding, still never did anything with it. Ridiculous. That. Yeah. You're fired. Okay. Well, you're quitting anyways. I'm but quitting. What was that music all about? What? Did you like that? You don't, you don't like country? Ah, uh, I mean, I don't mind country. Okay, I'll be open-minded enough to say that I don't mind country, but that was terrible. They did that for like two or three years in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, was, I think yeah. I think that's a little dangerous, honestly. But whatever. That does seem like it would be dangerous. I, I think the jumps are too big and the tracks too, you know, bikes are, I don't know. I just think that's way too many guys in too little of an area. If you don't get a good start, you're you're ruined. Yeah, just. Yeah, I you see how that works, Nailed it. That's what you couldn't do. Nailed. I couldn't do You it. could not do I that. I was thinking of something to jump in and say, and I had nothing. <laughs> I just, I I just left. I wasn't paying attention before. JT, I just left still. my desk to turn the TV back on. And I gave Pookie the carry-on signal, and she just asked you those two questions. Yeah, we just carried it seamlessly. Pro. Right, right. And, and tits? I had nothing. He had nothing. I had nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> if I had just, been Just flashback to the round table and just joke. <laughs> uh, JT almost got in a fight with uh, Jill, Jill Cox. What? Yeah. She's like the what? nicest person in the world. Ah, well, she didn't have her facts straight, according to JT. Wow. Well, we know what happens when that He happens. let it go. He yeah. let it go. He was the bigger man. Yep. And I said, oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Right, right. You got me. Which I was 100% correct. <laughs> what was it? I don't even remember this, but Caroli, what was it? Yeah, Caroli and Jairi got into it. Uh, into a, a crash together. No, no, they crashed together. Yeah, they crashed oh, together. On the start. Right. Where? Yeah, on the okay. start. And uh, she, I was like, she's like, oh, yeah, uh, Tony crashed in Just Italy on the start. And I was right. like, oh, yeah, Chad was in that. And he's like, no, no, no. Not with Chad. I'm like, yeah, well, Chad was. You know, no, on the ground as well. You, you went with and she's yeah, like, no, no, no. Yeah, you went with one. Yeah, it was Chad. Yeah, she insisted no, and you went. Yep. I'm out. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yep, bit not his, worth it. Bit his tongue, and that, went. That's very un-JT. Oh, I was I'm surprised it didn't elevate to start. You know, MF and each well, other. Well, she's and, really nice, uh, and she's yeah. Cute and I was standing under their tent. You know, what I mean, I was in the KTM tent. It just, it's not worth it. You know, whatever. Does it matter? It doesn't matter. JT, that was not. Jill Cox did not have her facts straight. <laughs> um, uh, but she's a nice person. We, that JT just met her that weekend. So, mm-hmm. again. Yeah, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. If it was Steve or something, I'd you know, be on Google within 12 <laughs> seconds of the argument. <laughs> and then you'd be yelling at me, you're so stupid. Yeah, so, you idiot. Uh, Groundy in the chat room says Chad was not in that crash. Chad crashed halfway around that lap. Uh-oh. Yeah, this is crap. I don't even. Who do you say, Groundy? Groundy oh five six. Groundy yeah. seems like he knows what he's talking about here. Yeah, okay. Sounds legit. Maybe, maybe it's Jill. <laughs> Show one forty seven. Definitely the best starting device out there. If hey. I raced, I would definitely have one. Yeah, but I don't need one to hit a ramp. Okay. What if you did though? Be scary, dude. Hanging a nose wheelie all the way up to the huh? ramp, just front end down. Well, you got to learn new tricks, Mason. I've heard from through the grapevine some of your stuff's getting old. Thanks, Steve. And, right on. And uh, you know, maybe something like a front wheel flip. 
Yeah. What could be? Is this show over yet? Could turn you're already picking up my career and we're 30 seconds you're, into the you're, you're an icon, bro. Jeez. Paul Lindsay, the commentary, you said he did. No, I said he did like I was surprised. Question oh. mark. Oh, question mark. How, how would, why would he do TV and how did he do? He's terrible on TV. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I like Paul, but come on, he's on a, he's on a, did he do color or did he do, what'd he do? Is that a racist joke? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> sort of, it's not main event-ish music, but it's, you know, it's, you can see potential, you okay. can mold it, you can see it. If it's good, we'll call Daniel after this. Okay, yeah. We'll see how it's going. Yeah, we can do that. Is Daniel listening? Probably not. Okay. okay. No, nah, he always listens to this stuff. Um. I think. I don't <laughs> know. So thanks to, thanks to Josh Augustine for hooking this up and doing this. He gave me two different songs. Uh, I picked the one that I wanted, and uh, what do you mean he, he wrote two different songs? You didn't write them. I wrote the song. This is the mute. He wrote the music. These are my lyrics. All right, you ready? Oh, I'm ready. It's hard, huh? It's kind of like little little Gene R, little Halo, little Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Come on. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Wait, bro, it gets better. I'm waiting. Hey, hold on. Stop, no. Huh? Uh, you are never afraid to embarrass yourself. No, nah, what are you talking about? Here comes it. It's hard right here. Okay. It's hard. I'll start headbanging. Usually, like on iTunes, they just do a little bit. On America's Got Talent, you only get 60 seconds, bro. Yeah. You've just Hold done on. half of a football game. Dude, this is painful. Please. Tits. Um, Hold on. Here comes. Yeah. That meshed together well. It did, didn't it? Yeah, I really like it. See? Good flow. Right? Yeah. I, here's the chorus. I'll okay. do it again. Yeah, cool. yeah. Uh huh? Hey? Yeah. Come on, Mason. Dude, all I'm Mason. If you don't get a Grammy for that, Mason. this world is corrupt. Please. I can, I can do that for you guys. Okay. I can do that for main event. Okay. He became good friends with Kenny and, and Mathis, and that's not, I would say not, I'm friends with you guys, but most people in the pits do not think you guys are the guys that are top of their list of friends, especially Mathis. Yeah. Especially it's pretty funny, and Coy's like, loves it, like, you give him a hard time, he gives you just as hard of a time, if not, gets Harder. you first when you yeah. walk in the door. Yeah, no, he gets that's me first, part. he gets me first, which is awesome, yeah. You'd feel the same. You feel the same way. You hate the motocross industry. Who does? You do. No, I don't. Oh yeah. Screw this. I'm retiring. Side sipping. Well, I'm 32, bro. It comes a time when you got to think about your future. Okay. I hear you. What I, are you gonna do? I'm gonna be a singer. So. No, you're not. I don't know. I always wonder sometimes after these interviews, like, okay, I wonder what I said that's gonna make somebody mad. <laughs> then I look at my emails in the morning. <laughs> you are. You are pretty honest. <laughs> See who, I, who I made yeah. mad, but you know, honestly, like for me, I mean, I, I I'm not. I mean, I was surprised in an interview, honestly, for Dungey, but, um, you know, for me, like, I feel like if it's truthful, it, you, you're, you're usually all right. Like, Millsaps obviously got mad at me at some of my interviews, but I'd just say, hey, 
If, if I'm saying something that's not the truth, let me know. Rapid fear. Rapid fear. Uh, Corey Mosier sent these in, so send any complaints about them directly to him. Complaints? When was the last time you took a dong shot? Last week. Boom. Less than a second. Do you carry a picture of your dong in your phone? Yeah. But then I, if I get like You're weird, new... dude. That's Why? weird. No, it's That's not. That's so weird. No. Oh, yeah. No. Ask him. He's, he freaks out on that. Oh, he was, they were mad at me, dude, forever. You're out of your mind, dude. Yeah. No, it's weird. It's, no, it's not. You're married. That's why no, it's weird. If even, you were dude, single trying when to When I was chase, single... Laying pipe across the pits. Cell phone. That was seventy three. Yeah, didn't you that's actually a good point. It didn't. What are you gonna do? Go to the payphone and freaking point. smack <laughs> it across the phone? <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? Uh, I know Razor X is trying to get an exclusive interview with him. We're still, still <laughs> working on it. it. We're still it. working on it. <laughs> no, he hates Razor X. Oh. Yeah. I was gonna say I'll do it. I'll talk about being naked all the time. We just put you in, bro. Like I know, JT sick. did it, right? Dude, yeah. Right, JT. Didn't you do it, JT? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, JT. All three of my sponsors. Uh, that was my. Pumped. It was actually my idea. Uh, thanks, Matt. No, it wasn't bullshit. My... No, it was my idea. I said no, I'm it was not. On the other... Why do you think I submitted it and then I did the interview? You're I don't know idiot. why you did it, but I told Andrew Ferguson, "Hey, let's get Mason in there." You just want no. To I mentioned it on a freaking editorial meeting. You're the dumbest. No, no. <laughs> Is uh, Cody Richafelder Richard Richafielder Richard Durfer. Richel Nerfer. Richel. Richel Storfer. Richel Durfer. Durfer, right? Yeah. No, it's not Durfer. It's Durfer. It is Durfer. It's D-E-R-F-E-R. That's Durfer. Durfer. Journalist. I don't even have my glasses on. Good job, Mace. Thanks. I have five watts. Richel Durfer. I can leave my smelly gear laying around the shop a little bit longer, and I know he's not going to be around. Right, Exactly. Hey, and, uh, and plus, you know, on top of that, he gets to have sex now. So he's going to be a new ba- he's going to be a new man next year. <laughs> either a time. either a new man or a rune man depends, right? It could go no, either I'm way. Not, I'm not joking. I went and watched him ride Supercross today because yeah. I just got back from that race, and uh, it was the first time I've watched him since that. Mm-hmm. And he had a little fire to him. Wow, he was he was slicking the bike extra good. Um, Vagina will do so. that too. So Andy used to live with me and. I got a chick in my room, and I left the lights on because I was going to be adventurous this night, you know? And she had crotchless <laughs> panties on, and I tore them off. Dude, didn't even hear him, right? I'm just hanging out with this chick, yeah. you know, doing stuff. Right. And all of a sudden, dude, I get a little tap on my elbow, dude, and I look down, dude, and freaking Drinky has the chick's crotchless panties on his face with, like, the crotchless part, like, just his nose and his mouth sticking out. <laughs> right next to my bed, dude, and me or this girl didn't hear him come in, and he snuck right back out. And she's all, where's my underwear? I'm all, I don't know. <laughs> Drinky had it for, like, two months after that. Dude, it was, it was oh, so – I couldn't awesome. even – it helped me, though, because I think I went, like, two and a half minutes after that because I, like, took my mind off it. You right, because you were thinking about his eyes. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the so right. bless his little heart. I heard, I heard you got a new song. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, no, yeah, dude, I do. No, 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 no. I do, actually. It's terrible. It's friggin' now, what, fantastic. What do you mean by, by you have a new song? Like, what does that even mean? Like, did you write I, a song? I wrote a song, and I sang it um, to um, – You sang the song. I sang, dude, I'll leave if it gets played again. I'll go home. Don't play it. Like, I, I heard a bit of it, and it <laughs> it sounded great. All right, how's this sound on speaker? Sounds good. Does that sound all right? Yeah, that sounds, sounds nice. That's, that's, that's cool. Does it sound? Okay, all right. So sing a song, Ready? bro. Yeah. This, this, this is called The Pulp Show. <laughs> hey, man, it's Monday night, and it's time for my favorite show. I don't know much about motocross, but he tells me all that I know. I know that X-Brand goggles are great, and Tim Ferry's the best of all time. 
But hold the phone, everybody. Because JT Money's on the line. It's the Paul Show. Do you tell me all that I know? It's the Paul Show. Because all the radio shows, they fucking blow. It's the Paul Show. It's the Paul Show. Deep Matthews. Uh, Rock. That's it. That's awesome. Dude, that was way better than yours, Mathis. Okay. Way better. Not way better, but yeah, probably way better. better. Probably hey, a little better. I didn't get embarrassed listening to that. Like, when you played yours, it was, I was so glad football was on. Uh, Raining Yellow, what's up, man? How's it going? Hey, I'm in a band last chance qualifier. Maybe I can open up for the main event. <laughs> uh, no, I don't steal. This hotel is nice. And I, I make, like, 160 bucks a day, so Pookie's, it's actually a good job. Pookie will not let me valet. She thinks the valet guys fart. Uh, fart in the car, go through the ashtray, steal lie, stuff. I'm not I do fart in the car like all the time. I would fart in the and, car. You know, like, because like, you, you know, well, <laughs> listen, you, listen. You know, like, you know, I, everyone likes like the smell of their own fart. You know, so you want to like waft it. And if I'm running around, I can't smell it. So I sit in the car, then I fart, then I can drive around with it for like a minute and smell it. You know. I think in this social media age, people can just reach out and do that. Yeah, it's and, stupid. And it's br- like, do you get that ever? I guess you're just a freestyle guy, but yeah, they don't care about me. But nobody ever comes down on you for anything like. Oh, you oh, wrote like shit tonight, dude, all the time. Well, that's what I, I mean, get so it the worst it. because yeah, I get it the worst because like my tricks are super outdated, and I'm the first <laughs> one to admit that. And I'll always have dudes that yell at me saying like they don't know how I'm getting the opportunities I get. And oh, really? That. So yeah. you do have haters? Yeah, yeah you have some guys. Yeah, I like it though because I hate them myself just as much as they do, so it's fun. But, I get into it, and then we usually end up best friends. You know, uh, this one's not that good, or this one does this good here, but bad here. Um, you know, so it's. It's, uh, you know, like I said, time-consuming. They just do that on purpose, too, I think, half the time. Because they have, they know what the best setting is, and they know right. what's best going to work. But you got to try every one of them, and they put the last one on. That's a bones bacon trick. We'll just try this, oh, but yeah, it's, it's, they know it's, it's the a 5 they, o'clock setting. Yeah, there we go. The what? 5 o'clock setting? Yeah. Yeah, yeah 5 o'clock setting. It's just when the moisture is starting to come back out of, out of the dry, dry blue groove dirt. You know, the moisture is just kind of coming out, and, then, and, and the track's coming around. Did you... Watch it and be like, ah, I should have been there. I wish I would have been there. Things could have been different, uh, et cetera, I actually, et cetera. I truly thought it wasn't on TV. Oh, okay. Um, and then someone said it was on, on like, NBC Sports or whatever. Uh, we tried to find it, but um, – or tried to get it, but right. um, we didn't get it. But, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's always a, it's a fun race, great to go. Um, you know, like I, I liked your tweet that you tweeted and, you know, like, you know, everybody kind of like, you know, pissed or, 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 you know, really bummed and, and, and mad that they didn't win. But, you know, it's like, we've won so many times and we won for, I think, like, what was it? Seven years in a row. Yeah. Um, and, you know, pretty much you win, the, you know, I wouldn't say easy, but you win and you win and you win and you kind of, you overlook. How hard really it how is. Hard it is. <laughs> right, right. And, and really how great it is to win the event, you know. And I haven't been on that losing team. Um, you know, I'm sure it's, it, it's the feeling is, you know, it's not great no matter, you know, what race it is. Mm-hmm. It's obviously a little more magnified in this one. But, um, you know, I, I think I think it's it's not good, but I think, you know, people need to sit back and look at this. You know, we are racing the world when we go over there we're racing in europe we're racing on their you know their ground pretty mm-hmm. much every year i mean they have the odd race over here in the u.s right um but you know it's, it's it is hard you know and, and people you know i think take it for granted winning you know so easy and so many times in a row last week he talks about his dong a lot on facebook though 
Oh, he does? Yeah, we're Facebook friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But in a good way. It's not like what I just throw your, the thing under the bus. But your mom is... is oh, have you I, seen my mom's post? She promotes it. She does? Dude, my mom's talking about her nipples dragging on the ground and stuff. Dude, <laughs> we're a weird family. Because, yeah, I was going to say, your mom is heavily involved in your posts, and you make fun yeah. of her, and you guys have this interaction. Yeah. So she hears all these dong shots. Oh, yeah. Talk, like, yeah. Did you ever hear the story when he got a hold of his mom's cell phone? No. <laughs> Ask him about what? that one. Nah, that's for another show. We're running out of time. <laughs> yeah, he got a hold of his mom's cell phone. That yeah. was a- that was. Oh no! Took a picture of her and my dad together, and then made a post, and everyone thought what? it was her. Yeah, you got, you had to be there. And it was fun when I was buzzed. Oh, come on, you guys, just love me for who I am, okay? <laughs> me and my family. You'll see him at Monster Cup. You'll get exactly where I come uh, from. Phyllis, Phyllis, Phil and Phil. Steve. Yeah, Phyllis Steve will be passed out at the bar because he has like four beers. He's ripped. He's done. He's passed out, and <laughs> Phil's just dancing even though there's no music anywhere in sight. <laughs> oh, it's music in her head, God, bro. Dude, it's about embarrassing. Uh, That's why I drink so much. Is there any word on Larry Brooks and the plans for his future team? I haven't heard anything, not that I know of. Kenny, anything you? Nah, I have no idea. What about me? <laughs> Mike. I have no idea. Anything? Mad Dog? I have not heard a word. <laughs> I looked in cycle news. I Poogie? didn't see one thing. Poogie? I didn't hear anything about it. I haven't heard anything either <laughs> since everyone's chiming in. Right. <laughs> Denny's in. Denny's, Denny's Denny will narrate in. it. He's not in. Ask him on Twitter. Denny, if, if Denny, Denny is, is in, in, I'm in. We're gonna put I don't, on why Twitter. do I always have to ride, though? Can I just do stuff? Can't just drink beer and hang out. Don't yeah. see his old tricks. Yeah, they don't want to do. Well, actually, if <laughs> well, it's a '90s story, oh! if it's a '90s, he's just bagging on your. I tricks. don't listen to Peter Tits ever. He's just over there talking through a screen. So yeah. someone said, if I play the song on the bus, they will jump off the bus. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, me too. Make fun of my tricks all you want. I'm not making I fun of you. I come out of a turn though. He's the one who said he... you started every time though. Yeah, you do. You're all, you're towards the end of your career. You're a little washed up. Your tricks aren't oh, that good. Stop it, Mason. I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to get you to listen so that you put your phone down. So at least you're like, huh? I'm you know? tweeting well, to your fans over here. All right, good. That's good. all I'm doing. Good to hear. Maybe getting a couple nakies. That's old news, right? Maybe getting what? A couple nakies. That was you call a couple nakies. Yeah. F you, dude. <laughs> Mason's life is awesome. So much better than mine or yours, man. tits. Speak for yourself. Call of Duty and Nakes and Coors Lights and a couple Dong of Dong shots demos. and yeah, yeah. Dong shots are scary though. There's an angle to make it look right. How long are you going to be there? A week. Five so, days. Five days. Well, yeah. right. Mathis, five send days us a picture two and a G-string. Two of them are travel days. So you're taking, and why, how come you don't go longer? You'll be there for three days. You got to get back my, to the Monster Cup, bro. No, no. My buddy uh, Eric Sandin from NoFX could only have that week of the, he's no, giving us the condo. Him. He's giving us the condo. Is it, you paying for it? Yeah. Just the cleaning fees or whatever. So why don't you just come under your wallet and just stay another couple days and go get another get a hotel? Show Pook a real good time. Come on, Chief. Dude, really? buy a G-string. Dude, the Monster Cup is going to come and go. And it's I'm not no... coming back for the Monster Cup. It was because the, the, don't go the, the condo home. was only for those and days. days. Ah, it was the Monster Cup. It wasn't the Monster ah, Cup. Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah. you love Moto. You're what definitely you love coming prepared. back. Friday at midnight. Yeah, that's definitely for the Monster Cup. Yeah. Say it, Steve. Can you pick us up from the airport? <laughs> Steve, fuck, say fuck it. Fuck you guys.